This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. King Kong ain't got shit on me! And here we go. Hi, hello. How are you? Hey. <laughs> We've heard, not like we haven't been talking for like 45 minutes already. Um, <laughs> but how are you? Tell tell the listeners. It's been a couple yeah. weeks. It's been it's been a second. It's been a second. We took a a, a small small break. Um, uh, needed much needed so. break. But yeah, we're back. We're back. This is I'm um, happy. I got to go too. see my family. I got to meet my nephew. Yeah, finally, finally. Oh God, he's like yeah. nine months old now, and I like just met him last week. Um, but I, it was nice. It was very nice to see my family and just kind of get away for a little bit. And I'm like yeah. refreshed and ready to go. I'm very tired though. I'm very, yeah. <sighs> it's just been busy, 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 but it's okay. Cause like, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get back to recording. I can't wait. <laughs> and, and Halloween is over. So, oh my God, that I'm really sad yeah. about. I took my, de- <laughs> I took my decorations down yesterday and I was real sad. Like the whole time. Yeah. And like, oh. I forgot you can, uh, I don't know if you can see it, but no, you can't. It's like just out of view, but like right here, I have like some stuff. Oh no, right here. Right, right, right there. I have uh-huh. um, like a thingy with like, it's like a netting with like yeah, yeah, spiders. Yeah, I, I forgot yeah. to take it down. So one, <laughs> one thing I forgot to take down, I still yeah. have some pumpkin stuff and some like fall leaves out because it's like well, still fall time. It's but. still fall. Yeah. But I mean, it seems like we just like skipped Thanksgiving. It feels like year. it's Christmas already. And it I'm feel- like. Like no joke, I went to I went to my parents' house uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Driving back, I started because I I started I I came back uh, last night, and you know those street uh, posts that where where they usually put like um, those lights where it's like a like a tree or or like a snowflake or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like the it like it's like those one of the ones that up. like sticks up. Oh my yeah, god, those are already up. Listen, uh, so it's like. I mean, Let like Turkey store Day decorations, happen. everything, every, like everyone's already started celebrating. Well, even like Christmas, because I went into the dollar store because I had to get a couple things to like finish some of my decoration stuff for Halloween, like two weeks into October. And all the Halloween stuff had been like moved to like a small section and it was taken over <laughs> at Christmas stuff. Yeah. I'm like, we yeah. are two, two and a half months away. Like, what do you, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, I, I, I actually like it. I, I didn't think I would. I love, I mean, I, I love. Start, I like this. Two months of Christmas, I'm with. Yeah. I don't really I celebrate to... Thanksgiving anyway in terms of like, you know, the the the, the pilgrim story and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, well, I that's don't all that anyway, but... stupid. <laughs> I Well, that's the thing. It's the thing, like most of these holidays are just like dumb. Like yeah. Thanksgiving was like the pilgrims. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they, 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 they were genocidal people like they literally destroyed the entire cultures so no they didn't like the so-and-so didn't help the pilgrims grow better crops by burying a fish like they didn't celebrate that together like that's not what happened Mm -hmm. but i think because the way that like time has progressed i think these holidays like i don't celebrate christmas as like a big old like christian catholic holiday and like the birth of christ and blah 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 because he wasn't born in december <laughs> yeah, it was like anyway summer. if yeah. you actually like <laughs> look into the history of things he was not born in december yeah. um but i see it more as just like a time of year to just like be with friends and family um and just to like 
have that time versus like celebrate like the birth of Christ. Like, I think that's silly. Um, Cause it's not historically accurate. It's not, I mean, historically accurate. Like it was like, like nothing really is. (laughs) the The Bible is a book. It is a fictional tale that has been rewritten like 57 times. And that's why there's nothing anybody can agree upon. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> starting today strong with some controversy. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I celebrate, the, celebrate those holidays not as like a religious holiday, not as like a remembrance of the pilgrims. Like I just celebrate it as like a time to be with friends and family. Like I'm really grateful I was able to go visit my family for Halloween. It's like our like our whole family Halloween is like our favorite holiday. And it was my nephew's first Halloween. So we got mm-hmm. to be together and that's fun. Um but like these next holidays coming up, like I'm going to try to see if I can do like a Friendsgiving because like I don't I don't have family here. I oh, have yeah, yeah. um, I have my ex-boyfriend's family, which is literally my family now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they still invite me everywhere, um, which is fine. We're all good. I, we're Me and him are still best friends. It's fine. Um, so I'm probably going to have Thanksgiving with them. Um, but I also want to do like a Friendsgiving because I have um, three or four friends that have now moved out to L.A., um in the past like year so uh, I want to do like a friendsgiving so like they don't have any family here like I want us all to get together and just like have a nice like fun time um same with Christmas like I know I'm gonna spend Christmas with um my my California family but I also want to have like a separate like Christmas with like my friends and stuff so yeah um yeah I think that's kind of be that's what that's gonna be but it's weird it's weird, but and I'm like, looking I, forward to like the Christmas movies. Like, oh my uh, god, my uh, mom and dad reviews. were already watching all of those Hallmark movies. Like, yeah, it's the I, countdown to Christmas yeah. has already started, and I'm like, yeah. they're all the same movie. Yeah, ah. I eggnog last night. So Ooh. I am, I am in the Christmas in the spirit, spirit of things. I'm, I'm in the Christmas <laughs> spirit already. I don't care. I uh, <laughs> it's weird because I work retail, so like I feel like Christmas starts after Thanksgiving just because of Black Friday. The day, yeah, the day after Thanksgiving, that's when it usually starts. Yeah. And that like, oh, I'm not looking forward to that. I was really hoping I wasn't gonna have to work retail this 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 uh, season. Yeah. But uh, life happened, and now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for it. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be like my first like holiday in like 10 years where I'm not working because I yeah. work in retail. Like I was so excited, but it's, it's fine. I got to spend some time with my family before and I'm sure I'll find like a day that I'll be able to spend some time with my friends before the hecticness of the holiday. Most but, definitely. but you're doing good. Feel good. Oh, yeah. You got coffee. I need no, coffee. Water. I, I got water. Coffee doesn't oh. do anything for me. It like I, I have can coffee here drink, too. I could drink a cup of coffee that big and go right to sleep. Oh, I could too. Literally um, does nothing for me. It's like it's funny because like like last night I got um I had a free Starbucks reward. Mm-hmm. So on my break at work yesterday, I had like a 10 minute break. And I worked four to eight. So I worked like nighttime. So my break was at like six o'clock. i got coffee i got the new um it's like a sugar cookie frappuccino because it's like the new holiday one they came out like two days ago yeah 
Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get this holiday drink. <laughs> um, and then they didn't make it right. They're supposed to be like, like, like red and green sprinkles and they didn't put the sprinkles on it. And I was really upset. Um, I was like, that's the whole point of this drink. But anyway, um, it was really good. And I got it. I got like a venti one and I got like extra caramel in it. And like, it was delicious. But See, it had like two, too. yeah, it had like, it had like <laughs> two shots of like espresso in it, I think, mm-hmm. um, as part of like the drink. And I like went to bed early last night. Yeah. <laughs> I got home from work. <laughs> I was like on my phone a little bit. I had some dinner and then I was like, I'm, I'm sleepy. And I yeah. just went to bed. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll have coffee and I'm like, my brain is like, all right, let's go. And then other times I'm like, if I'm home, I'm like, maybe we're just gonna go lay down. um okay so it's been a couple weeks um we didn't really the last time we talked we just talked we just chatted we didn't talk about a movie we didn't talk about too much else so um this week we're gonna try to squeeze everything in i'm gonna go over a couple of news things a couple news things that are pretty quick hopefully um one of them i know we're gonna have a pretty big conversation on um and then we're gonna talk about age gaps in hollywood if we get a chance to depending on how long this last one this last article so age gaps in hollywood um and if we get time we are going to talk about uh love and monsters oh no uh, we'll have time for that which which we were going to talk about before so it's been about two weeks to three weeks i know i'm like almost forgetting the movie it's such a good movie it is um okay so the first thing i want to talk about because it is I was telling you this earlier it's like a combination between like my like guilty pleasures and just like somebody I like love um (laughs) Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are uh, just hanging out but they were seen kissing in New York like yesterday um smiling and laughing and displaying plenty of PDA um And I love them. I the Kardashians make guilty pleasure. I love them. They are geniuses. Like how else would they have created the empire that they run? Like they have their when people say that they're dumb or they're just like what? No, like they wouldn't be where they are if they weren't smart with what they do. Um, So, but everybody's like, how did like Pete Davidson like get Kim Kardashian? Like honestly, Pete's like cute. And he's probably like super down to earth and he's like funny as hell. So And I'm yeah. pretty sure. And he's tall. <laughs> not that not being tall isn't <laughs> great, but like I mean, but what Kim is like what 34, 35, somewhere in that range, right? No, isn't she like 40 now? Well, it's somewhere, whatever, late 30s, somewhere in there. She is 41. 40, 41, okay. All right. Well, you know, so I think by the time you get to that age, you're not looking at all external things. Yeah, I mean, especially like after uh, dating or being married to Kanye West for however many years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being with somebody that like is openly happy or like just openly funny. I know Pete deals with a lot of uh, like mental health problems and he also has like a couple other like medical things that make him sweepy all the time he's a little bit he got narcolepsy no he um shit what the heck does he he has like a condition it's like why hold on um 
what is it called? Um, he has bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder. Sorry. Um, and then. Yeah, which I think Kanye has, his... right? Yeah, Crohn's disease. He's got Crohn's disease. Oh, he was okay. diagnosed okay. when he was a teenager. That's what I was trying to think. I was like, what the heck was it that he has? Um, Crohn's disease. So he has that. So that's why he's like, his eyes always look like dark and like sunken in because he's just like yeah. dealing with a chronic illness there, yeah. which are no fun. Um, but yeah, he was diagnosed as a teen. He's 27 now. Um, so he's my age. He's a little bit younger than I am. Um, but yeah, but somebody, this is so dark. Uh, somebody made a joke about how Kim's probably just happy that she's with somebody who takes their medications. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. It sounds so bad. <laughs> but like, I'm about to say it's not like, it's not something she's never dealt with before. I know, but like oh. he's, but at least he, he's very open. He sees a therapist. Like he, like is very like open with his like mental health struggles and stuff and like understands that it's a thing that he has and that other people have and that talking yep. about it like normalizes it because it's not abnormal um yeah, I, I, you know what social media i think let me let me not even just say social media technology in general i think has perpetuated this uh uh issue with people more than i think previous generations not that previous generations didn't deal with it but i think i think i think with the constant like comparing of lives and like all that other stuff like i think it just adds another layer to it to where you're like finding yourself like even more anxious than you I think, probably would be without it i think the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the way that social media has been and how people are more open to talk about like mental health has helped. Oh, yeah, that it has helped with the conversation okay. with it. But I'm saying like, like the conversation of mental health, like excluded. I'm just saying like the idea of like comparing yourself to other people and like. like oh yeah, oh yeah, that's definitely needed to like of technology and, and social media in general has like added another layer layer of anxiety yeah and, and i can under i can understand that it's definitely like made it like easily more easily accessible to like see incredibly beautiful people and compare yourself to them mm -hmm. um, and we're, all, we're also in like the age of like information so like we get yeah. information overload as well and you, so it's yeah like, and so you have a lot so like it's like um i can't remember who who this quotes from um, but there's a quote that says like, um, an ignorant man is a happy man, a genius is depressed or something like that. And it's just because like, when you are more knowledgeable of what's going on in the world, and when you are more aware of what's happening around oh, yeah. you, yeah. you can't justly be happy yeah. Yeah. because you can see the struggles that are happening in other people. You can see the struggles in the government and like the world and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's where like a lot of people, we have all of this information. So it's, it's easier to fall into like depression. Cause you're like, yeah, like, I mean, I have a house cool, but also like the economy is crumbling and the housing market is about to crash. And I have $4 in my bank account and I need to pay rent. And it's a thousand dollars for my yeah. studio apartment. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and that's what normal is. So it's like, it's definitely like the information dump and stuff definitely contributes to like mental health and stuff. But yeah. I think Which people- also causes more like more group think. More what? Group think. Group think. Yeah. I didn't hear yeah. that word, those two words. I was, <laughs> I heard, I heard it's... like grew, growing, and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh, but it's like, it's like the more information that's out there, like you almost don't know what to believe. Like, believe. Well, that's where like things like confirmation bias come in. Like you could have a thought right, right. and like you could find that exact thing on a website somewhere mm -hmm. to confirm like what you're thinking whether it's mm -hmm. like uh accurate or not like mm -hmm. so then you're like oh i think this one thing and this other person thinks this one thing and we don't know each other so like it must be true you know so there's like yeah. things like that but anyway i think um people like pete talking about his like mental health actually being like active on like being like hey like yeah i take medicine for like my my mental health and normalizing it I think is good and I think for somebody like Kim who I honestly think like her and her family are pretty chill um I'm super excited about like Courtney um getting engaged to Travis Barker um I think the family aren't like I do think that they are very like disconnected from things but at the same time I think they are very aware um and so I think he's kind of like a breath of fresh air for them does that make sense yeah yeah because he's funny this, and like i just had this like random thought but it's like maybe it's coincidental okay <laughs> oh my god what but they're like they're like done with black men aren't they <laughs> oh my god well i mean courtney has been with scott for like ever and he's a white boy yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Her baby daddy. <laughs> so she, I don't think she was ever really like. Yeah, she may, may never have gotten bit by the bug. The black <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because, um, yeah, I mean, she's been with Scott since like before the show became a thing. And then, yeah. like, but she, her and her and Travis have been friends for like ever because they've lived down the street from each other for like 10 years or something. Oh, really? um yeah that's how they know each other they've been friends for a really long time because they they've been neighbors forever and their kids have hung out like for years so that's, that's how they watch out that's what you gotta watch out for <laughs> but i mean they both i mean like i mean scott was with courtney for like 10 plus years and never yeah, put a yeah, ring yeah. on it you know so yeah. it's like oh no that's it's not fault. like yeah that's like it's fault. not yeah. so yeah. she deserves this i think she deserves it she looks oh, happy yeah. like she seems happy it's like the type of like relationship i would love to be in i want like a super tattooed dude like <laughs> really oh my god i'd be like pete davidson i weirdly like i i think i don't know if we talked about this before i think we have you and i have i don't know if we talked about it on the show before mm -hmm. but i'm not like a huge i'm not hugely attracted to like white men mm -hmm. um there's very few like harry styles um is one of them um a couple other like actors but like i don't like oh, dylan o'brien we'll talk about him later love him um, Pete Davidson oh, yeah, is one yeah, of them. Yeah, Pete Davidson, for some reason, is like attractive, and like people are like, "Why? Like he's so like lanky and weird and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Okay, but like he's funny. Mm -hmm. He like from everything that I've heard, seen, I've never heard anything like negative on how he like treats women. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so he treats women well, like." 
he like I think he like still lives with his mom um but that's because really? of like yeah he lives in like the I don't know if he's moved since but he lives in like the basement he like bought a house for her and like he lives in like the basement portion of it um it was like originally for like that. like mental health reasons yeah um, yeah so and he like it sucks I mean he has like a ton of money so he could buy his own house that's fine but like it's very true in fashion on like our generation and like like I lost my job I'm 28 I had to ask my parents to help me this month with rent because like I and I can't find a job it's fucking hard to find a job like I've submitted to a bunch of things and like I haven't gotten any word back from anything and I'm like I have yeah. bills to pay and it's yeah. not like I'm not trying. I just uh, re-reactivated my Uber Eats so I can go and like do Uber at least to make some extra cash. Like mm-hmm. it sucks. We're just like in a really yeah. shitty time. Like, so living at home at 27 is like not unheard of. Oh, not at um, all. I, I think, I think this, I think our generation um, is more okay with living at, at, at home a lot longer. Yeah. Well, it's, it's because like our generation went to college got degrees and then couldn't get jobs because and then there's all of these like old like 65 70 year old like people in corporations that won't retire (laughs) so because they will not they're like man you guys like you guys should be moving up you're 40 years old and you're still like on a lower level like you should get promotions like homie like you're the reason i can't get promoted like you're about to die and i can't like i can't move up in my my job and like get higher up and get paid more because you have not left like and it's not like they can't like these guys are the ones that have like the 401ks and have probably a few hundred thousand dollars in like retirement ready to go the moment they leave Mm -hmm. but like they just won't leave because they just want to keep working because that's like how their generation was like raised is just to work 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 Mm -hmm. and they think like 50 60 70 hour work weeks are normal and they're not (laughs) yeah so then our generation is sitting here like hey like the human body can't do that like Mm -hmm. you guys went through like a depression and went through like wars and stuff so like i get it Mm -hmm. but that's not how it needs to be (laughs) yeah Yeah. our population is in a place where like you could work 40 hours and it's not going to disrupt the flow of work because there's Mm -hmm. other people that will work the other sets of hours that you're not going to be working like there's enough people to cover things right um and like that's just like how society is like even we are like tangenting like crazy it's fine (laughs) um because even how like we developed as like a human species is Mm -hmm. there were people that were awake early in the mornings Mm -hmm. to do stuff during the days there's people that were awake up all night Mm because they needed to have somebody awake and somebody aware at all times of the day Mm -hmm. um because of like predators like Mm -hmm. freaking like tigers and lions and stuff Mm -hmm. um there had to be somebody awake at all times so those lineages because that kind of becomes part of your dna so that's why some people are night owls some people are early birds it's just part of what part of like the human i am too oh i'm i I function best at like two in the morning oh (laughs) that's exactly why i'm up a lot later than I should be uh, most nights because I'm either still working on other uh, shows or I might even just be writing now, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think that's so, that definitely. It like makes sense. It's it. like a theory. I don't think it's like proven, but it makes sense that like, there are some people that are like just naturally night owls, naturally early birds because of how 
we developed as a species and how we had to have people awake at night and we had to have people awake early in the morning. Like, that's just like how some people like exist and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but like the way things have been the past like hundred years, it's like, nope, you get up at eight in the morning, go to work at nine, you come home at five or six and then you eat and then go to bed and you repeat it. And that's just how things are. And it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think, I think um, our generation is, is the one that's turning. Our generation is just so aware. Yeah. And we're like, cause it's like, we're aware of mental health. We're aware that like mental health days sometimes just really need to happen. Like you just can't oh, yeah. do it. And, and that's important, you know, and that's something that like the older generations are like, no, you gotta suck it up and go to work. And it's like, okay, well, that's why like so many of you like are miserable with your lives or like, don't make it very long and are super unhealthy because you just push yourself too far. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, we're aware of like age, uh, wage gaps and we're aware of like our worth as people and Mm -hmm. our worth, our time and what our time is worth. Um, like we're not meant to be working, you know, a gazillion hours a week mm-hmm. and still try to figure out how to function at home and like doing all the cleaning and like all of that. And then, uh, and, and still having like social lives because as humans, we need to have socialization mm-hmm. or else we go insane. Mm-hmm. So like balancing all of that, like, it's just not the way like it doesn't work that way and like our generation is the one that's like hey um this is pretty messed up let's fix it and then the older generation is like no we don't want to fix it and we're just Mm -hmm. like you're gonna die soon anyway so it's fine (laughs) we'll fix it when you're gone (laughs) like (laughs) so i don't think our generation is going to be able to do too much until the older generation like pieces out um so i think it's going to be the next generation so like kids that are like teenagers now like laughing so it's like the teenagers now are going to be the ones like in their 20s and 30s they're going to be the ones that are going to like take care of things also i just found out that to be an air traffic controller um you have to be 30 years or under um so you have to be yeah so you have to be 30 or under because that's like when you're like decision making and that kind of stuff it's like your brain is like in a good spot um i guess um, so you have to be really? 30 to start. Yeah. To start, you have to be 30 start. or under. Um, I've already aged out of another job, that is very <laughs> which is weird, like, right? You've wow. aged out of a job. Like who what ages out hell? of a job? Um, I've never even heard of that before. Yeah. So I found that out and I was like, wow, like, and they make so much money. Um, they make so much money. Um, but yeah, you have to be 30 or under. And there was like all the comments on like the thing that I was like reading. Cause it was a, it was a girl talking about like, Hey, like, this is my job. Like, did you like, this is what I make. Like, here's some of the requirements for, in order for you to like get this job. Um, and she went right to their website and was just like, it was going over the requirements and 30 was the max age. And so um, a bunch of people were talking about like, Hey, like a job as important as being an air traffic controller, which is, absurdly important so important um mm-hmm. because they make sure everything works at like airports and stuff you know airports and travel is what gets people all over the world every day all day um and somebody was like wow if only there was other jobs <clears throat> government that had age limits like because <laughs> that's yeah, another thing too like we can't yeah. change anything because because all of these people on like the supreme court and all these people like up in those big positions are like 60 70 years old and yeah. like are stuck in the like 
60s and we're like no like give us like that's not how things work anymore <laughs> isn't that crazy i would I, I could almost fight back on that because i don't think my decision making has been better well if you think about it every pretty much everybody that signed the declaration of independence was under 30 so like and Which they founded the United States, yeah, you know? But, but. So you've got to think like, because like that, they were, they were the main people at that time. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's that, like that, like age group, the like 20s to 30s is like the people that should be making decisions because really? I think so. I think, I think should be involved, but I, well, like. I, I don't, I don't think these people that are 60, 70 years old should be making decisions for like 20, no, no, 30 no. year olds. I think, I think 30 to 40 is better because your brain is fully developed at 25. So 25 yeah. and up. Yeah. So like, but I think you mid- mean 30 to 40. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I can't trust 20 year olds. I definitely, I agree. I think that since like the declaration of independence was written, I, cause I, I, I still see like 22 year olds as like children. <laughs> yeah, and like, I really, I'm, I'm I really like, don't I'm, see anybody as an adult until like around 25, 26. Yeah. And like, I'm 28 and like, I'm still like in a weird spot. I think if situationally things were different, I definitely would be like in a better place where I'm like, okay, like I can do things. But I mean, there are people that are like early, late 20s, early 30s into like the late 30s, early 40s that I think are better equipped to make big decisions for mm-hmm. like the country and everything mm-hmm. so like the fact that like to be president like the minimum age is 35 i'm like mm, maybe, maybe, maybe make it 30 uh, don't get me started on on, on the government because i i just had this conversation the other day <laughs> with Rihanna that I just, oh god I, i'm still going on well we won't we won't tangent into that we still <laughs> this is our first article and we've tangented like abs- yeah. Yeah, too much we, we um so kim this. so kim kardashian and pete davidson are dating i think it's cute i think she deserves a good guy she's a little bit older for him but like whatever he makes if he like hey, makes her laugh that actually that actually works you know yeah i mean i don't know um it's definitely like a strange couple but I, it makes sense um it could just be all for pr but i also would totally understand um him being able to make her laugh because he's oh, hilarious oh my god he's either going to be like i don't know what to do with you or he's going to be like the best person ever with the kids um so we'll just see how this pans out it's only been like a week so we'll see all right i'm clicking out of this article (laughs) so we can stop talking about it um stranger things four um oh i cannot wait they just released a teaser oh i'm I'm, I'm not watching any i know you're not i know you're Um, not but i watched it and i cannot wait it's it looks really good. Like it's cute, but then it's like subtly like bah, bah, like shit's going down and I cannot wait. Yeah. So yeah. Um, do you want any information on it at all? Or do you want to be completely left in the dark until it comes I, out? I, I, I want to be left in the dark. I want to be okay. in the underside. Um, oh, yeah. Was it upside down? Yeah, the upside down. Upside down. Um, yeah, upside down. I want to see 2022. So it's going to be at least a couple more months. I don't know when exactly just says 2022 so a couple ew 2022 is in like a couple months it's ridiculous isn't that disgusting i'm like oh yeah it's only like two months away not even two months away because we're like this we're like it's like a month and three weeks away yeah i I honestly don't understand that 
I hate it, but I'm super excited. I cannot wait. I like saw, watched the trailer and I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, okay. Close that out. Um, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda forever production temporarily, temporarily delayed following uh, Letitia Wright injury. So she got hurt on set, which yeah. um, didn't she say she wasn't going to get vaccinated? Isn't she like super anti-vax? Um, um, I'm pretty sure she's not uh, vaccinated. But here's the thing. This is where I'm confused with it because I think wasn't it already mandated that um, in this industry that that you have to be like on the set, you have to be vaccinated. You either have to be vaccinated or you have to have a negative COVID test um, within like uh, forty eight or seventy two hours. So you have to continue um, to get tested. So she would. So if she's not vaccinated, she probably has to get tested every single day. Okay. Um, okay. which I'm sure that is annoying. I, I'm sure that's super fun getting something shoved into your like oh brain every day. Um, I'm trying to, uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything. It doesn't say anything about her like vaccination status, but yeah, I, uh, got an opportunity to be on just on set as a PA. Um, but I was still in Florida and my friend like texted me. She was like, Hey, can you get like, um, COVID tested to be good to work like Friday, Saturday, um, and I was like, um, I'm flying in from Florida. <laughs> um, I, and I didn't get home until like midnight on uh, Wednesday night. And then Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday, I like slept like all day just to like recover. Um, and then I worked yesterday. So I was like, um, I'm probably not going to have time. I'm going to try to get tested today, um, either before or after work, um, just to get tested. Cause I was like on a plane and stuff. I don't want to like I feel okay. I'm just like, I told you, I was just like, I'm sniffly. Like my allergies are just like killing me. Yeah. Um, which is annoying. Like I know it's my allergies because of like the post nasal drip or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's literally just from <laughs> Florida weather, California weather. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're not sinuses, that, if you're not in that environment for a while, it's going to mess you up. <laughs> oh my God. It really does. Yeah. I it's, it's so weird. Like I forgot, like like Florida pollen is like a whole different ball game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> like, South, the South with pollen is not fun. It is rough. I had to take like Claritin every single morning. Cause I like woke up like, cause of all of- <laughs> and my parents have like plants and trees and stuff in their yard. So I was just mm-hmm. like, it's just like there. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You can't um, get away from that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm fine. I, wore my mask constantly if we went out at all I wore my mask like I was the only person my mom wore hers sometimes but I wore mine like almost the entire time I was in Florida <laughs> um so what was what's her injury though because that's, that's the one thing I that, couldn't see that's what I'm looking at it's um it just says that she was hospitalized in Boston after a stunt mishap um uh entertainment learned that a minor incident involving a stunt rig um sustained minor injuries today while filming a stunt for black panther she is currently receiving care in a local hospital and expected to be released soon so um she had a little bit of a fall but it's not too bad you know anything like that will shake you up but she's just a little slight little petite thing but she is fine and ready to go so that angela bassett that's her a quote from her so i guess it was she probably just fell maybe just like just got pretty bruised up um i don't think she would have broken anything because if she had broken anything they would not be returning to filming after thanksgiving 
Um, oh, no. Yeah, they, they, oh, they've already oh, filmed oh. around her. Yeah, production is expected to pause the week of Thanksgiving and is expected to resume in early 2022. So maybe so maybe she did break something, because if they're not going to... 22. Yeah, 2022. So they're going to resume, resume filming in 2022. Yeah, um, she, so they're going to pause on for Thanksgiving, something. so for like the holidays and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. she probably broke something. Because she's like the Black Panther now, right? Uh, that's not confirmed. I think, um, at least the last time I saw it, what that wasn't confirmed. That was always the theory, though. Yeah. That she because because she she's T'Challa's sister, so like mm-hmm. it would make sense for it to like go to her once he's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. My 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 assumption is that they're going to use her in that role for a little bit, like maybe like halfway through the film, and then like maybe convert to someone else or something I, because like, i don't know the, the black i think panther, she would the black panther like because she's she's an, she's the event inventor right mm-hmm. so maybe maybe i'm looking at this all wrong <laughs> but but you still have to introduce storm and storm and black panther have a relationship so that's why i like i i can't with them bringing x-men into the fold i don't i don't see how they I mean, I mean, maybe, know. maybe, maybe she, maybe Shuri likes ladies. Oh gosh, maybe Storm also. This is this is where I I like, yeah, theoretically, like I, I, as it could happen, but with her being a Christian, I don't see that being something she would sign up for. I mean, you see, what it's I'm saying? acting, yeah, it is, but. I don't I I don't I don't think she would. Yeah, I mean she won't get a vaccine to protect people, so she probably yeah, won't kiss a girl. A she's not kissing a woman, she won't get a vaccine. It's just there's that, that's is... just not happening. I hate religion so much. That stupid. is not happening. So stupid. Anyway. Um so yeah, she, she got hurt on the set of Black Panther. Poop. Filming in Boston. And now they and now they won't be able to film until twenty twenty two. Good job, Letisha. No, I, I hope, hope her. I hope, she's good. I hope some good healing. I hope yeah. she gets better. Um, I I just don't know what's going on with that movie. Like, oh my god, this this is one of those ads that just like keeps like clicking. Like as soon as I like scroll, <laughs> yeah. it like takes up half the page. I'm over it. Um, okay, so Miss Ariana Grande and oh my god, what the heck? Go away. <laughs> this ads literally take up half of my screen, and I can't read the article title because it's taking up half the screen um because I, I don't know that Ervio, Ar- Cynthia Ervio and Ariana Grande were cast in the live action well not the live action but the uh, movie adaption of Wicked um, oh really yes so that was announced a couple of days ago Ariana Grande posted on her um Instagram that uh she oh my god she's Ariana Grande announced the news of her casting to her 274 million Instagram followers on Thursday with a carousel of images that summed up her excitement to be part of the project. 274 million. 274 million people follow right. her. Wow. I am one of those people. I am not. <laughs> I, I like her. She's cute. I follow I, Cynthia. Cynthia. I love Cynthia. She is phenomenal. I don't like know her too well. Like I know of her and I've heard her name before and I've seen her face, yeah. but I just don't 
know a lot about her she's phenomenal i just know that she's like yeah i just know that she's won a bunch of awards because she's just like phenomenally talented um so i'm excited i'm excited to see her in this um who are they playing i think they're playing alphaba and um i literally know nothing about about wicked so wicked is basically like a prequel to uh the wizard of oz so it's like Okay. Yeah, it's like um Alphaba. So yeah, Alphaba is uh the is um the wicked witch of the west, east, uh whichever one that's in 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 it. I can't remember. Um yeah. but so it's basically her origin story and why she became who she is. Um okay. so I don't know, let me see. Yeah, it's Wiz tells an alternative version of events in Oz before Dorothy's arrival. Um, are they did they have like their roles do they say yes that's that's what i was like yeah so um the musical written by stephen schwartz and winnie holzman follows the misunderstood alphaba who later becomes the wicked witch of the west grande and ervio will be playing glinda the good witch and alphaba respectively in the movie so i think um ariana's gonna be playing alphaba um and ervo is gonna be playing glinda the good witch and then ariana's gonna be playing alphaba the wicked witch of the west so so they're gonna be sisters I guess, yeah. And then was well, was one adopted or something? Well, um, Alphaba's green, so. Okay, so okay, so I didn't know. I didn't know. So okay, I, I, I didn't know if like you were like, wait a second, they're very turned, different looking. Yeah. How is that a thing? I didn't know um, if, if she turned green after becoming a witch or like like. How no, that she's thing, yeah, she's green throughout the whole green. thing. Okay, um, right. and I don't know if I don't know if they're supposed to be sisters or if they're just just witches from different areas, and because they're witches, they're like sisters because they're like both witches. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. But I don't know. But I just know Alphabet's green because um, uh, Adina Menzel was Alphaba and Kristen Chenoweth was Glenda. I don't know. Oh. Either one of you. I think if you like saw their faces, maybe you would know who they are. Um, no. Oh my God. Um, we watched Cinderella, the new one. Yes. yes um, yes. the stepmother. That's Adina oh. Menzel. Okay. Okay. So that's Adina Menzel, and then Kristen okay. Chenoweth. Um. That's right. She again is another one. Yeah. yeah. So they they were the good uh Glinda and Alphaba in on Broadway. Okay. Um but like I mean Ariana Grande has a history of Broadway. Ooh, sorry. Oh, does she? Uh yeah. I mean her she started on Broadway. She was on Broadway before she was on Nickelodeon. Her and Liz Gillies were both in the musical 13 together. Um wait, she was in Nickelodeon? Yeah, she was on Victorious. And Sam and Cat. Really? I don't know. Before before she became like Ariana Grande the musician, yeah. I only really? Know, I only know the singer. You yeah. don't know Cat Valentine? No. Oh, I don't. That's I don't. depressing. You need to <laughs> You need to look up Cat Valentine. She's I want to try to do an impression of her like a Cat Valentine, but she's <laughs> she's so funny. Um no, Ariana Grande is so phenomenally talented. Her Do you know Liz Gillies at all? She's on, um, oh my God, what show is she on? <gasps> I can't think of the name. Hold on. Liz, you would like Liz Gillies. She's great. Um, what the heck show is she on? She's on, um, <clears throat> there's her IMDb. 
um dynasty she's on dynasty what is that it's it's a show okay. it's on the cw i haven't watched it but uh she's one of the main people on dynasty um yeah she was in victorious um yeah i haven't i haven't turned on cw in a minute it, i i couldn't even tell you <gasps> the oh my god was. she's the voice of catwoman and catwoman hunted what is catwoman hunted I don't know. I'm clicking on it now. Oh, it's an animated series. Oh, okay. okay. Follows Catwoman in an attempt to steal a priceless jewel. Is it a series or a movie? I think it might be a movie. Hmm. A DC yeah. animated movie. Yeah, Catwoman Hunter. So she's the voice of Catwoman. That's fun. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Ariana Grande. Uh, she. Yeah. You didn't know that she was in like never paid attention to ariana like that oh my god she i love her so much um i, I mean I, I i know some of her songs but that's that's about it I, I i know that and i know that she uh was with mac miller and pete davidson yeah pretty much it that's that's um, the extent of my knowledge of ariana let's see yeah so she's wicked she's glinda oh she's just kidding she's playing glinda the good witch so, so she's playing is- the bad witch yes hold on let me actually click on that like imdb page um so was, glinda i'm so glad that that's oh yeah so cynthia's is. alphaba so cynthia's gonna be alphaba yeah. ariana's uh glinda that makes sense because cynthia cynthia has this this um ooh, she has a depth about her she's with, beautiful with what the heck that is just phenomenal. I, she's actually who I would like to see uh, cast as. Oh, her. Harriet. She's Harriet. Yeah. We talked about her yeah. because she was in Chaos Walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, why is she so familiar? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've heard of yeah. her, and I know she's super talented because we literally talked about her like yeah. a, f- a month ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because she was yeah. Harriet, and she's in Chaos Walking. Oh, my God. I am <laughs> My brain isn't <laughs> here. <laughs> Yeah, I would Dude, love to see has, her as, as She has as like Storm. four things. Oh, she's she's gonna play the blue fairy in Pinocchio. Cute. Oh, that's interesting. Oh my god. She plays Hildy in Chaos Walking. Oh god. Okay. I love her. I love her. I'm so excited. Yeah, to she's see. phenomenal. Great actor. Um, great singer. Um that oh that's god. that's a better casting. That's a better yeah, casting. That makes she, more she, sense. she she has she has I, a, a deeper depth. Yeah, yeah, her. that makes more sense. I don't my I <laughs> it makes perfect <laughs> sense. I don't know why my brain went the other way. Um <laughs> that that's why I was like Ariana is kind of like too ditzy to play an evil witch. And it makes more sense for her to be Glinda because Glinda Christian Chenoweth played Glinda and Christian Chenoweth is like a tiny human. So it just makes okay. more sense for them to okay. both be tiny humans. Yeah. Um Boy, why are you staring at the door? Is somebody here smell coffee? Somebody making coffee? Is someone making coffee? I can smell it. I want some coffee now. I'm looking at Ariana Grande's IMDb, and there's literally like 8,000 credits on here. Wow. It's because it's like all of her like music videos and like everything. Like those you know, all are considered I, like. I forgot music videos were were considered uh, credits. Yeah. I forgot about that. J. Cole's got a ton of them. Yeah, so she's yeah. got so many. I all of her music videos are there. not even just hers. Like all of her music videos, 
um mac miller's music videos uh she was in a video with troy savon Nicki minaj mm-hmm. um faux bear <laughs> he's just being grumpy um oh my god she wasn't she did the voice oh i didn't know that she in winks club she was the voice of Pr- princess diaspora diaspora i don't know and then victorious um and the victorious because it was like a nickelodeon show they had like a bunch of like videos that they did mm-hmm. um that she was part of so there's a bunch of that yeah so 79 credits for like film crazy wow. so i'm excited for that because like uh, insane talent insane talent yeah. um yeah uh wicked on broadway made 14.8 million dollars at the broadway box office last year alone um last year last year broadway was closed (laughs) um they probably mean like 2019 yeah because 2020 Um, has didn't exist 2020 just didn't didn't happen we we, we wiped that off and i think god is going to give it everyone an extra year of life yeah (laughs) um okay so I closed out that. We're done with that article, but I'm excited. Bowie, lay down, please. Bubba, you're fine. You are fine. Just because someone's out there making coffee doesn't mean you have to go say hi. It's okay. It's okay. Hi. Thank you for the kiss. Okay. Lay down. Lay down. Um, ew. He's a wet nose. That means he's a healthy boy. Um, okay, so Tom Hanks because <laughs> Tom Hanks is alone again in Finch with only a dog and a robot for company. So he is uh, an Apple TV Plus uh, yeah, I, Finch, I, I which I don't have. I don't have it. I don't have Apple TV and I'm kind of bummed because like there's I know that there's a bunch of, or Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. I don't have either. Um, so I, I saw this and I was like, I haven't even heard about this. Have you heard of this? This? I've heard of it but i didn't know it was like another castaway type of thing oh my god <laughs> i forgot oh <laughs> uh, i was trying to think of what movie that. he was in i was like what movie was he in where he was by himself freaking yeah. castaway yeah oh so my god i'm castaways. sure it's gonna be good we are castaways <laughs> <Where are you? laughs> okay all right sorry all right. that's uh <laughs> what is that that's that kids show Oh my god. Now I have to look it up. It's gonna bug me if I don't look it up. Castaways. That's gonna be Finch. stuck in my head all day. <laughs> Finch, I, I'm gonna, oh no, I'm no, no. Check I'm looking up, up I'm looking up castaways. Oh the backyard again, so that's what it is. Castaways. <laughs> we are castaways. Ahoy there. Ahoy. <laughs> we are castaways. The lyrics popped up, so I had to go. I had <laughs> I had to go for it. Um <laughs> So I I, I, um, I do want to see it. The director uh, is uh, Miguel Sap- Uh He uh, directed some of Game of Thrones. Um, and I mean, I love Game of Thrones up until like the end. So Season eight does not exist either. I'm Season really eight is like 2020. They need to redo it. Have you seen, I don't know if we talked about it, but uh, the, the Dance of the Dragons or something or whatever the next... Oh, House of Dragons. House of Dragons. Yeah. So yes. that's coming. That's coming yes. out soon. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be so weird because it's going to be like the. Um, it's a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel. So it's going to yeah. be like before everything happened, which is going to be cool. But it's and it's going to make sense to like see how things like why things happened. But yeah, I also want to see the like um, spinoff with um, <laughs> uh, Arya like going over the seas and stuff. 
because that wait, was wait. like wait they're gonna do a spinoff with that that it was to, i don't think it's going to happen they talked about it as a thing um towards the end of game of thrones that they were going to do a spin they were going to do a prequel which was going to be about um the targaryens and then they were going to do a spin-off about aria going over like overseas and stuff See, and I finding were... what's across the ocean or what's yeah. across the thing um i don't know if that ever actually got greenlit i think they're probably going to wait until um this show comes out to like see how it's like received before they like try to do another one yeah no i, th- I think they're actually working on two different series now oh and then maybe house, that's house of dragons i'm not sure what the other one is but i think oh my I'm god i mistaken, hope if i'm not mistaken i think they're doing another one um i remember reading that they like did two but like i don't know i haven't heard anything about a second one okay. um other than like the initial like thing for it but i read like i don't know it was a couple years ago that they were going to do a spinoff of aria and like her journey after everything so I mean, we'll I, see that'd be I pretty dope little, yeah i mean i would like i would like, like it that. <laughs> it would almost be like like assassin's creed type of level because mm-hmm. she's that kind of character but they they just did the last season all wrong because she was the one that killed the the well she killed the, the night king right yeah john john snow should have been the one to kill him yeah it was like a whole thing i feel i liked yeah. her scene i liked how that happened but also, like, I don't like how Jon Snow, like, went to, like, the North. Like, I, yeah. I'm just, like, it's just they, weird. They, they and that he, like, killed, killed how, just in general, that um, uh, um, Daenerys did what she did. Like, I get she was, like, a descendant of a Mad King, but, like, mm-hmm. she was pretty good throughout everything. Like, why did she all of a sudden have to go and, like completely go crazy like there's no reason yeah. it didn't make sense so um house of the dragon house Sorry. of the dragon no yeah. you're good you're good um yeah. but yeah so tom hanks is in finch he's got a dog and a robot as his friends in this um so he has two la- friends in this movie yes yeah, so he's got two so it's a awesome. last man on so earth scenario yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> a volleyball volleyball a volleyball wilson bad, yeah. his yeah, name wilson. is wilson wilson yeah um been a year so oh wow so production wrapped before the pandemic hit so this wrapped probably like late 2019 early 2020 um so it's only just now out so it's been a minute um so he um tom hanks is the title character a robotics engineer by training who survives an apocalypse which is eventually explained with only his dog and a newly operative robot which would have been ideal ideal for shooting under covid protocols with such a limited cast um, so they finished before the pandemic hit, but had they not finished, it would have been fine because it's literally him and a dog. <laughs> I mean, they could have a skeleton like, crew and it would not be a skeleton crew, it'd be what they need for the show. Yeah, it would basically been like, um, what's that, Marie? Oh man, what's that movie that Zendaya did with uh, uh, John David Washington? I forgot the name of that, but it was like, um, it was just them the entire film. It was them inside of their house, the entire movie, and they basically they filmed that during the pandemic, which I think was like. Oh! Was oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. 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 So it'd have been something like that. So yeah, they would. As soon as you said that. that, I was like, wait a second. Which also, again, this plays into like our later thing about like age gaps because she's like twenty, something, and isn't he like forty? 
I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Zendaya is like twenty. But that's that's a, that's more appropriate than I know because she's like in her twenties. So he's oh, just kidding. So he's thirty five. Never mind. Thirty five. Yeah. Uh yeah. no, thirty seven. Okay. Well, and still. she is. But I know there was a there was a oh, lot she's of controversy. 25? She's twenty five. She's twenty five. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy okay. over that film. I never saw it. I wanted to see it because I saw the trailer good. and I was like, it yeah. Was, it was good, but. I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks it. really, really good, but I never got a chance to watch it. I don't know what it's on. Netflix. It is on Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I saw the trailer. I think it popped up on my. Um, uh, like, you might be interested in things. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is going to be a movie I need to be emotionally invested in or else. <laughs> I'm not gonna take it in and I just haven't been in the emotional state to watch it yeah. um but no it looks it looks really good but I remember yeah I remember when it came out there's a bunch of people like talking about like how there's like a lot of things going on with it but um okay so Finch um new Tom Hanks Tom Hanks is a gem did you see that um Elon Musk or uh I I don't know if it's Elon Musk or if it was uh Jeff Bezos asked him to go to like space um and he was like, no, it's $28 million I would have to pay. Like, I have better things I, to I'm do with my money. So, to be completely honest, I'm really over this. Because who went? Uh, William, William Shatner went, right? Didn't he? Yeah. Isn't he the one yeah. that went? Yeah. But I think he went to, like, to the, the edge of space. I don't think he went. No, I think he. they went, They went like, out of the Earth's atmosphere and then came back. Which what is, is technically out of outer space. What is the purpose? Just, the purpose is to show off how rich they are. I see, like... <laughs> Because, like, did you, um, the UN was like, hey, if Elon Musk gave us, like, $6 billion, we could cure world hunger. And he was like, dope. Give me a, 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 a an itemized list of how you're going to spend that money, and I will give it to you. Yeah. And it's yeah. been real quiet since. But maybe they shut up. Maybe they're actually like, oh, shit, like, if he's going to do this, like, let's make sure, like, we have everything in order. Because that would be great. That would be wonderful if they, if they could do something like that because but like you he have has to so also, much money. But see, that's the thing though. Like before you say something like that, you should have already done tallied it. That yeah, I think they probably just estimated it on like some other costs, but they didn't have like an itemized like list ready yet. Yeah. Um, so I mean, granted, yeah, like hey, here's an itemized list of how we would spend six billion dollars to cure save or end world I mean, hunger. I'm pretty sure six billion would help. That that's. Duh. well the thing is is like it's like that it would it would do it like it would I'm and like sure. these are and and like it's oh my god it's just it, that's a whole other conversation yeah. <laughs> i can really <laughs> oh my god okay so, so maybe hanks we'll talk about that some other time yeah. yeah so tom hanks didn't want to go out of space but he is now out of space in this movie or actually, I don't know if he's out of space. I think he's just in a post-apocalyptic time. Tom Cruise um, went out of space. Oh, that's film. right. Yeah, yeah. Freaking weird. It's <laughs> crazy. Um. Um. Oh, this is sad and cute. Um, the entire reason Tom Hanks's character built the robot was to care for his dog. Should anything happen to him. Oh my god. That's so sad. <laughs> uh, that's oh, so sad. Man. Um I might have to watch it. I might have to yeah. watch it just off the strength of castaway. 
Yeah. I mean, it's Tom Hanks. You know, it's going to be good. I don't yeah, think I've ever yeah. seen him in something that's been like subpar. Um, Eternals came out this weekend. Yes. Um, I will watch it when it streams. I'm so depressed. I think I told, I told you that I was invited to go see it today mm. in 50 minutes. But because I work <laughs> like an hour after the movie starts, yeah, I can't. And I'm really yeah. sad because I really wanted to go see it. And I had like really, I really wanted to go see it. Um, and like it's funny because I know what theater they're going to, and the theater that they go to is like never crowded. It's like a very like, it's not like a big AMC theater. It's just like a smaller uh, one. Okay. So when we saw Shang Chi, it was like pretty nice because it wasn't like packed or anything. So nice. Um, but man, I want to see the Eternals so bad. Um, but that came out. It's a box office hit. Oh my god. Stupid ad is doing that shit again. Go away. I don't I don't oh my god. All right. Well, I it just clicked away from some I don't know what I did. But Eternals is out. I want to see it. It's getting very 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 good reviews, so I cannot wait. Um now we are on our uh our uh, rough one. Yeah. Let's take a break before we get into Okay. This one. We can yeah. do that. We can take a break. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we will uh, take a short break and then uh, we'll get right into our big conversation. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to I'm gonna get some coffee, even though right. it might not help, but I need coffee because whoever right. made coffee, I can smell it. And now I'm like, I really want coffee. Yeah. So this is a perfect time for a break. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll catch up in a second. Hi, hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. My name is Jessica Lemon, and I am the host of Sour, Sweet, and Spooky, a paranormal podcast with a little true crime squeezed in. Because where there's paranormal activity, there's gotta be some kind of true crime involved, right? I talk about ghosts, aliens, murder, cryptids, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and more. Stories from all over the world for you to enjoy every week. So check me out on social media at Sour Sweet Spooky and pretty much every platform that podcasts are found and be ready for a brand new story. Oh, and remember, stay sour, stay sweet, stay spooky. Okay, so let's jump into our next little installment here. Um, so we we discussed during our little break that we are not going to be talking about Love and Monsters. Both of us, it's been a few weeks since we've watched it. Um, yeah. So we want to kind of rewatch it, just kind of get a refresh on it. Because um, we know we can talk about it, but like, I think we want to like do a little bit more detailed yeah. chat. So yeah, um, I don't even remember these characters' names. I Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the characters' <laughs> names. I remember like Dylan O'Brien, <laughs> which I mean, he's like primarily like the main person throughout the movie. So yeah. like- it's fine. Um, but yeah, there's a couple other characters that I would like to talk about and just some stuff. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think a rewatch is, is definitely needed, which yeah. is fine because it's in my rewatch ability for a movie. So yeah, that tells you guys anything <laughs> about what to expect in the review. I am a-okay rewatching it because I very much enjoyed it. So rewatching um, is not a bad thing. So at all. if not you haven't all. watched it yet, guys, watch it. So 
we can all chat about it together. We're getting our social medias and everything in order so that we'll be able to actually like have conversations with you guys um, yeah. more accurately, I guess. Um, yeah, more, yeah. more uh, not accurate, more, uh, I just, just easily. We'll be able to like chat yeah. like DMs and comments and stuff. We're gonna be posted on the Instagram a little bit more. Yeah, because right now, if you if you if you try to message me on Instagram and we're not friends, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, so we're gonna we're working on that now so that we can have some more conversations. So if you have not watched Love and Monsters starring Dylan O'Brien, definitely recommend watching it. Um, we are going to be talking about it next week. Um, so because we're gonna rewatch it because to both of us, it's on our rewatch list. So. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. That's movie. if that says something, that says something. <laughs> um, so, um, because we're not going to be reviewing that this week, we are going to take a little bit of extra time to talk about this last topic that's been very um, prominent in the film industry right now. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple big things going on in the film industry right now, but this one kind of shook everybody to the core. Um, if you haven't guessed already, we're going to be talking about the, um, death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, um, on the set of Rust. She was the cinematographer for, um, Alec Baldwin's new film Rust, and she was fatally shot on set. Um, and then the, one of the directors was also, also shot, um, but he is okay. Um, he was injured, but I think he is in recovery now. So he, he's better. How many um, rounds did he shoot off? I, I don't know if it was, so I, Cause I'm, I'm still confused by this whole thing. I am too. So when it first happened, everybody was saying that it was like a, it was a blank and that occasionally, like sometimes too much um, gunpowder can get like built up in like the chamber. So when like the next one goes off, it causes too much of like an explosion and mm-hmm. trap metal gets shot out. And so that's what they thought had happened at first until like everything happened. They realized that there was actually um, a bullet in the um, chamber, a real one, not a blank and not um, like a prop one. Um, so when it hit, um, Helena, it hit her in the chest. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if she even made it to the hospital. Um, I'm still, I'm like so confused on this whole thing because one, did we not learn from Brandon Lee? Well, that's the thing is like, it, it's like. It's so there's there's so much conspiracy around this one, and I think that's why it's become such a big thing because there's a lot of um, crew members coming forward talking about how things on set have been kind of um, either brushed under the rug or things have just been like not quite up to standard. Um, mm-hmm. They've been cutting corners and in the armory and everything i guess they've they kind of cut corners on that as well and um there's just been everything going on with um the potential strike um let me pull that up i can never yeah that's um um 
But I mean, that that's something that that is common practice, though, in terms of trying well, to cut. Corners. Yeah. Well, so so they're saying that because, um, because people are trying to figure out like if it's Alec Baldwin's fault or if it's not his fault. Um, but how would the, it be his fault, though? So. So he's the actor in this, but he is also yeah. the producer. The producer is the one who puts the money towards all of the budgeting. He's the that. one who makes decisions with the other producers to hire who they're hiring to make sure that they have enough people on set to make sure that they have the safety needed on set. So mm-hmm. being a producer and cutting corners mm-hmm. caused these things in the middle to not be where they needed to be and for things to not go the way that they're supposed to go mm-hmm. for him to then have a gun that ended up with a real bullet and not a blank. So, okay. So to an extent I can see that. Yeah. So there's like, so there's, it's like a line of things. Cause he's not the only producer on the film. Like there's a couple other right. people, but like right. they do make those decisions together. And um, I, I feel like he's more so like the money bags, but at the same time, I think they only took, like a like injury insurance for the film i think i say only uh i think it was only like eight uh six million dollar injury insurances um in case anything were to happen on set which i read somewhere like a couple weeks ago like when it first happened that that's like a low end insurance for a big big budget hollywood film yeah Um, their budget was what um shoot let me see and this um, this is this is being produced by which uh, studio? Oh shit! I don't know. Hold on. Because um, six million is not a lot at all. It doesn't. It's not. Um. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's not when you're talking about like. Well, yeah, when you're talking about film, that's insurance. what I'm saying. It's like only six million, but it's yeah. really like when you're talking about like insurances, like you can like your average Joe can get like a like a life insurance policy out or something for that's a couple a million, million dollars. dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's not, it's it's very on the low end. Let me see. I'm trying to see. Yeah. Should have had all this <laughs> set up and ready to go, but <laughs> who's who's actually prepared in life? Not me. <laughs> Um. Uh, oh, it doesn't say it in this this article. Let me see. There's another. I have like four articles pulled up. Um, and it it's as of yesterday. It's it's been it's been two weeks. So it's been two weeks yeah. since this happened. Yeah. Um. It literally happened like a couple of days after we finished recording our last thing. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to talk about that like when we record again. But then I went out of town and like we yeah. both just needed a mental health break. Yeah. <laughs> so it, we didn't we didn't talk about it when it first happened, which I think is kind of good because we have a little bit more information now versus when it first happened because yeah. there was so much going around. And we like didn't know like what was happening. Yeah. Because um, I'm like, here's here's my thing. Like. I can understand cutting corners. But how not in, not in safety, not, not in safety, not in, not in safety, because my thing is like, how how is it any more expensive to get a prop gun versus a real gun? So one of the big things with. Because um, pricing in that I, that I still don't understand. Oh, there we go. There we go. I know the rock came out this week and said that um oh yeah he is no longer allowing any um real 
uh, weapons. So it's yeah. actually very common practice to have real weapons on sets because um, uh, prop weapons are often used when they're not going to be, like if they're just like. They're going to be holstered. Yeah, yeah, if they're just going to be holstered yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think some, I heard something and I was like, <laughs> you get <it>. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the trash is on the other side of this wall so when it like gets flipped open sometimes it hits oh, the wall yeah um, so if somebody just threw something away and i was like startled because it like <laughs> knocked the wall <laughs> um but uh so um if they're holstered if they're just like hanging on a wall like as like a prop like and they're heavy like i've held prop guns before they are heavy um compared to like a real gun it's very if you're not like a pro with guns or something it's very easy to just like pick the two up and be like i'm not 100 sure which one's which mm -hmm. um but in the case of when you actually need to like fire a weapon um there's so much happening mechanically mm -hmm. that a prop gun doesn't do so like when you yeah. so when you like shoot the gun and it barrel goes back and like the mm -hmm. the flame comes out like you can replicate that um in post-production um yeah but it, it it never looks quite right it always has like a oh that kind of looks a little fake um yeah i mean you can rep you can replicate the fire but you can't replicate yeah. the slide Ex going back exactly the yeah so you can replicate yeah. like the 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 flame and that puff of smoke as well as the air ambiance of like the smoke afterwards mm -hmm. um can kind of be replicated um, but it's just like the mechanical movements of the guns that are harder to replicate in a realistic way. And if you want it to be as real as possible, that's why they use those, but they're supposed to use blanks or they use, um, it's a specific type of bullet that doesn't actually shoot anything out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what, uh, <clears throat> that's what they had on this set and between a real one and those prop ones. Um, they look the same, but they feel different. Like the weight mm -hmm. is different. Because um, there's because the, the 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 prop doesn't for all intents and purposes, it doesn't move. Yeah, it right? has it has gunpowder in it, so it'll make the yeah. smoke come out, but it doesn't have a projectile. So well, I'm saying what I'm saying in move in terms of like the 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 slide doesn't go back. Like for pistols, the slide doesn't go back, or you can't um, in a prop gun in a prop, yeah, gun, a prop gun. But yeah. in a in a real in a real gun, they um, it does all of that. And that's usually what they use for these kinds of shots because the camera's yeah. like on the gun or like the camera's like, so what I believe um, I read is that when they were filming this, it was a shot. Uh, I think Bowie's at the door. Hold on. <laughs> Just a little booger. <laughs> Are you at my door? Do you want to come in? You whining booger? Come in. Come in. You don't want to be in. You want to be in. You don't want to be in. You want to be in. You got to make up your mind. He just looked at me. <laughs> he just—he's like mother. <laughs> what did I tell you? It's like two minutes later. He's gonna be at the door. Lay down, Bubba. <laughs> like, you want me to look out the window and be all sad because you're not paying attention to me. I'm like Bubba. You're funny. Um, so what I understand from what I read, like last week, is that the shot that was being done, like the uh camera angle was like of the gun like this so oh. that's so that's why people are like why was she even in range like why was she even near it blah 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 blah, that blah. it's was because my question. yeah 
it's because the shot was basically of the camera kind of looking down the barrel of the gun, but like not quite. So that's why it hit her as a cinematographer who was only a few feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, because she was at the camera getting that shot and um, <clears throat> um, that that's what I, that's what I read. Like that, that's what was, this was, this was the shot. So this is the shot. So they needed to get this. And that's why she was right there. Um, if you're watching a YouTube, you can see this. If you're just listening to it, um, I'm basically pointing my finger as if it was a gun, like right to the side of the camera. Mm-hmm. So you see my face and then you see the gun and then it's boom shot. Yeah. Um, so that's my understanding of what the shot was. And that's why she got see, hit. That makes so much more sense because yeah, because it's way not like that... it's not like he was like over here like bah, 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 and like she was way over there like she was you know the way they reported it though in the beginning was that like he shot he shot her mm-hmm. of course it wasn't intentional but he shot her yeah and the way that it was reported was almost like in my in my mind the way I understood it to be was like this was like before they're shooting the scene they were rehearsing so when you're rehearsing you're still like oh yeah in yeah, front yeah. of the camera and everything but and I'm, still I'm like saying, going like, through the motions of everything I'm not, I'm not even talking about like on like on your mark i'm talking about mm-hmm. like i'm thinking the way they were the way it came across to me was like this was something that was just like behind scenes like they were just like like loading everything practicing up the gun like, like making sure he knew like what he, yeah. yeah yeah that that's what that's okay so that, that makes much more sense so, yeah so so that's what that's um i i wish i had the article i it was two weeks ago when i read it yeah, um yeah so i i don't know which article it was because there wow. was a hundred that came out that day wow. um but that was what the understanding was is that like they were doing their rehearsals right before shooting like they were right like it was like the last rehearsal right before they were going to start actually rolling so and so he, here's my thing though like this needs to come down to oh so I understand getting a real gun over a prop gun because mm-hmm. mechanically it doesn't it doesn't yeah. work the same. For those, yeah, yeah. So I get that. Like that, it, it it's visually more appealing when you can shoot a uh, 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 your the, the the subject, and when they're actually pulling the trigger, they're feeling the recoil. You can yeah. you can see. You can and see that's those that's another nuances. thing too. Fake the yeah. fake like prop guns don't create that same recoil. You and you, you can't you actors can't are mimic great. That. Yeah, yeah, I was act. I was gonna say actors are great. Actors are phenomenal people. Yeah, and can do some incredible things. Like people fake seizures. People fake like so many things when they're acting. Yeah. But something like that, where like uh, a machine is causing something to your body. Yeah, like you, it's hard See, to like replicate. But that goes Minute, into yeah. that. That goes into something that I I haven't seen a conversation about this before. Mm-hmm. But that goes into the manufacturing of prop guns Mm -hmm. because while prop guns may look aesthetic like they they may have the aesthetic of an actual gun it doesn't have the the mechanics so what they need to do is create the prop gun that has a mechanics where you can shoot the you can put a blank in it yeah it's still it's almost like those um it, it, it 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 feels has the same weight all that stuff it has all that but it doesn't shoot yeah that's that's just what they need to do and that's like and that's like essentially like what like the blanks are supposed to mimic you know right 
right so, but like, in, a, in a real gun though in a, yeah, in a real gun in a, in a real gun so what and i'm so saying like, is they need to create the prop gun to like a prop gun that has the same like everything just you can take no, it apart you can clean just, the barrel you can you can like it has a pin it has a safety like it has everything that an actual gun has but there's except, no ability for it to actually projectile something yeah well then it wouldn't have the pin because the pin is what creates the 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 well, I'm, I mean, I'm wondering help. if that's what I'm hits the back of the gun, the, bu the bullet. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if it could be like engineered in a way that there's like a smaller opening for the gunpowder to come out, for that like flash to come out, where, and there's just like I don't know, like a thicker piece of like steel. That would that would so that if so if anything were to come out, it would hit that inside the gun and it would bust the gun. But that there it was would, like a it smaller would, it would tube destroy the gun, but also could also hurt the user that's true yeah so it like you would have that's to thing, basically it's just, it's just one of those things that like guns are so because a lot of people that like are like gun people are all like well well he should have had the understanding of like every process of the gun and blah 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 but it's like film like as an actor mm -hmm. i cannot do anything to a prop gun or just a gun that's given to me like on a set I cannot do a single thing to it other than hold it and do what they tell me I am allowed to do. Yeah. So as an actor, whether I'm, cause I've taken weapons training. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been so. a few years, um, but I, and I would like to get like a refresh on it for like film, but I took like a weapons training for film class by an ex Marine mm -hmm. um, who has worked on like every major war type movie in the past, like 10 years. Mm -hmm. um so he knows what he's talking about he knows how to make it look as real as possible and so we worked with him um and he like taught us like how to do things with guns how to make it look as real as possible on sets he also told us that like half of what he was telling us we weren't going to need to know mm -hmm. because as an actor you get handed the prop and you basically are like this is what you do mm -hmm. you are going to hold it and you're mm -hmm. going to hit the trigger and mm -hmm. that's all you do. And what's going to come out is a blank. And so one of the big things with this is everybody's like, well, weren't they supposed to check the, the barrel or check the, um, this does go um, on PA though. This, this, this goes on PA. So what production assistants? Well, no production assistants don't touch any of that. If you have a gun or anything there, it is the armor. Mm -hmm. and the actor those are the only two people that like really like touch anything the so director, no one so no one else in the production had anything to do with the, the so in this situation so there's there's like things that you're supposed to do so you have the armor so the person that deals with all the guns that yeah. everything's supposed to be locked away that person is the only person with the key that is the person that is the only person that is um handling um the thing the the equipment other than mm -hmm. like the actor that is going to be using it in the scene mm -hmm. and um the armor goes to i think it's the uh, assistant director or the director um mm -hmm. shows them what's in the um uh oh my god the spinny part oh my god the uh <laughs> wait what are you talking about <laughs> um you know how when you put like you put the bullets in there's like six bullets and the thing spins are you talking about <laughs> what is that called I'm, I'm having a brain fart I, oh my god okay so you're talking about with the a revolver you talk about with a revolver okay they or go the... in which gun what, see that's another question what kind of gun was this 
Was this um, was this was this a revolver or was this like an actual like a? It like would a make sense if pistol. it was a revolver because because um, you can see you can see those those different uh you can see if it if it's loaded or not with it yeah, being a revolver. I was gonna say I think um with a revolver I th- it, it, it's like an old western film so it, that would make sense. Oh, is it? it? Like, yeah. Oh, see, and I they know were filming in like New Mexico. Movie. Yeah, they're filming on a ranch okay. in New Mexico, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um. Yeah, it's a backdrop of westerns since nineteen fifty since the nineteen fifties. Alec Baldwin's filming okay. a new movie on Thursday, with his character an outlaw needed a gun. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> See, I'm, so I'm thinking like Glocks or Beretta. No, 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 no. This wasn't this like wasn't that. like a this wasn't like a new age like thing. It's Hand like gun. based. I don't think it's based in the fifties. I don't know, but he's an outlaw, so it's like a western type film. Okay, okay. Um, so let me read this article. This is from the New York Times. Um, an assistant director grabbed one of the three prop guns that the film's armorer had set up outside on a gray cart, handed it to Mr. Baldwin, and according to an affidavit signed by Detective Joel Cannell of the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office, yelled, cold gun, which is supposed to indicate that the gun did not have any live rounds in it. When Mr. Baldwin fired the gun, the law enforcement officials said it struck and killed the film cinematographer and wounded, wounded its director and raised, raised new questions about firearm safety on sets. So the assistant director did not know live rounds were in the prop gun when he gave it to Mr. Baldwin, according to the affidavit, which was made as part of the search warrant application. Um, and then there's just like more information there. So there was also something I read about the armorer. Um, she's young. I think she's not even 25, um, which has nothing to do with like the skills that she has. I've met people that are 20 that have more skills and things than I will ever have. So she could have been raised around like, like guns or whatever. Mm -hmm. um but i read that she worked on something with oh my god who was it she worked on something else where i think it was nicholas cage Mm -hmm. she worked on she was the armorer for some film that nicholas cage did and like they ended up like shooting like live not live or just shooting in general without like warning like because you're supposed to be like um you're supposed to announce when you're going to shoot something mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. can prepare, they can plug their ears, whatever, because that shit's loud as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess Especially they weren't doing that. Place. Yeah. And I guess they weren't, she didn't do that. And they shot off like one of the firearms on that set. And it like caused like Nicolas Cage to like freak out. And he had like ringing in his ears, like, and he was pissed and he was like super, super upset about that. And it was the same girl. Um, Wait, so why, why would you said the assistant director? So yeah, so that's that's why this is messed up because not only were the prop guns just laying out, um, which was dumb, which is dumb. They need to be in a locked place at all times because if they're just sitting out somewhere, anybody can come do something, and that's why there's yes. more controversy because there was other issues on set that were a result of the production um, and producers not putting forth the money that was needed to like create everything so that there was that's why there's there that's why there's so much controversy and so many like theories going around as to like why something like this happened to like make Alec Baldwin look so bad because maybe like all of this stuff was happening because there was people walked off set like like the day before or a couple days before so people think that oh maybe somebody like planted it so that like that would happen but and, why but they didn't think that like somebody would die but like why why would you call out cold gun if you didn't check the gun exactly so that, like, that's that like even with my like whenever i i handle my gun mm-hmm. i'll take the magazine out i'll make sure that the chamber is clear 
mm-hmm. but I'm I I make sure like multiple times yeah before before I even put it down because I don't want it to you don't want anything to accidentally happen yeah and so and that's why this You're is that's why this to is look into the like yeah so that's, that's what that's what doesn't make any sense in terms of like like the the assistant director like the, the, yelling yeah, that and, out and that's the thing the procedures that are supposed to be in place for prop or even live weapons mm-hmm. on sets was not followed and that's another thing into the production's um uh handling their budgets you know they didn't put well, the money that was necessary in having proper armors mm-hmm. um and having everything like like in order mm-hmm for like all of this because what what is supposed to happen is that everything's locked up the yeah. armor um preps the gun um mm-hmm. with the blanks hold on i have to sneeze <coughs> bless you that's gotta be the first time i've ever heard someone give a warning before actually sneezing i, can't I like usually it hits really quick but that one i could feel it like in my nose before i had to sneeze um <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so what's supposed to happen is the armorer preps the 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 weapon, mm-hmm. brings it to the director or the assistant director, um, shows them all of the aspects of the gun. They like are supposed to take it apart, put it back together. They show them what is in the gun. They show them the prop, uh, the blanks or the prop bullets. They show them that. They check all of that. They set it back up and they have it ready to hand to the actor. Um, yeah, and the actor see, has the had specific training and specific one-on-ones with the armorers on how to handle the weapon, how to use it. Um, mm-hmm. And they're only allowed to do exactly what the armorer has told them and what the directors and the armorer and the actor have worked out for the scene. Like there's a whole thing. And a lot of that was just skipped. So the but fact you're that supposed the props to are always, out, You're supposed to always handle a gun as if it has live yeah, re- yeah, regardless. Yeah, regardless. Regardless. Always, it doesn't, always. It never, you so, never hold a gun so, as if it's, it's just empty. And so that's that's where things got weird. Because like as an actor, like, yes, yes, I'm going to hold it as if like it is. But once I'm doing my scene, if I'm practicing my scene, I'm going to hold it as if I'm about to like shoot, you know, like that's what I'm supposed to do in my scene. So that's what I am. I am supposed to do. I have been told by three people um, that everything is safe, that it's not, you know, so like I have to trust these people that are trained to mm-hmm. have this ready to go. And so. But see, even on his part, so this, this is where I'm confused as well. Him being a producer should be aware of these things. Right. But let's just, let's just say for the, let's just say for argument's sake, he's not a producer. Mm-hmm. If you're going through a dry run, why are you pulling the trigger on a dry run? Sometimes um, it it depends because I haven't I haven't worked on anything with like where we we've used like real weapons. Everything's always been like plastic toy guns that are painted yeah. black. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, other than my like training that I did um, with like actual weapons and then actual like prop weapons um, that had. Uh, because some guns will have um, not like airsoft, but they have like the little like air thingies. So when mm-hmm. it shoots, it's still it does like a puff of air, mm-hmm. um, but, it but it's sounds, still it's still loud. Yeah, and that's, it sounds that's, really loud. That's what so I'm saying. We, like with the test run, why would you why would you shoot it on test? I I because I know that like I'm trying to think of we you st- you go through all of the actions of it. Um, the right. only time that you don't is if if it's like a one shot kind of thing. 
mm-hmm. um like because there was time we, we used uh it was supposed to be like fake blood so you get like shot and like fake blood comes out so you have things so it's like you got like one shirt you one, yeah yeah <laughs> you know so it's one and done you know you got yeah. one chance uh because it's low budget you don't yeah. have a bunch of shirts you don't have time to reapply all of the makeup or whatever you need to do because you're gonna get blood on it um mm-hmm. so like those are the only times that it's like you just go through everything you mimic everything but like other other times like and other things i've done you do every movement that you need to do um right to make sure that the lighting still looks good to make sure that um things don't get like blown out when like certain things that like, come in like so like a shot so like things don't get blown out too much and that they can adjust like levels and stuff if they need to so yeah, that's that, what i think all of that i get mm-hmm. but see that's like when you're that's like when you're 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 going through like choreography or when you're going through like tracking the shot or whatever like i get all of that in terms of lighting and all that mm-hmm. When you're when you're sh- when you're pointing a gun on the left side of, of the camera, you don't necessarily have to pull the trigger in a test run. I that's that's where I'm confused because it's not like you're you're accounting for 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 light or something like that in terms of whether you pull the trigger or not. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's well, that's I where think, I'm confused. I, I think that they maybe were trying to make sure that the lighting was good like after the shot and just to see how like the smoke moved. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't on set. I don't know what their plan was for that, but I can understand like wanting to see all of it beforehand. Um, I am curious though, because sometimes when you do run throughs, they do film. So I'm curious. Well, yeah, just in case, if, it, just if, in case it comes out good. Yeah. Like, yeah. If like you're doing like run through and suddenly yeah. it's like really good. They're like, Oh wow. That shot was actually like great. Even though it was like our practice run. Like yeah. I know that I've done like, like rehearsal runs and they filmed they're like hey we're just gonna run it just just because it's like oh, okay yeah. cool and it ends up being like the shot that the we best used. shot yeah so so that, that's why i'm like i'm curious if there is footage of oh, this it has happening to be. it has to be um that's what i'm curious about but obviously they're not going to tell us that they have any of that you know it's probably like being used for like court and everything which is yeah. makes sense also it's traumatic so why would they s- release that to the public um Unless they decided to actually put that in the movie, keep it in the movie. Oh God, I hope not. I mean, I mean, if it, if I was going to say depends, they use that shot it of depends, um, because think about it, like this is her last piece of work, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, they they could possibly still want to put that into the movie as a as a um, like a tribute tribute to her. Yeah, no, like I this mean. Is like- but that's also like really sad. It's know. like this is her last shot that she ever was part. Of. Ugh, God. It ugh, it just yeah. hurts my heart. It hurts my heart so much because like <sighs> it's just weird. It's, it's just weird. It is. I, I, like, fact, I, I don't and like one of the biggest things this. too is like the fact that there was a an actual bullet on set in general. That's like, the pro- that's what I'm saying. Like like how how like have we not no... learn from the brand this Brandon yeah. Lee incident? And that's, how, and that's how has that not been. And that's why like a lot of people too, there's like a, there's like a, why was that even there? Which is like, there's literally no reason for there to even been like real ammo on set. But then there's like the unprofessionalism of there being things that they were taking the guns and like going to like targets, like outside, like where the shoot, where they were like filming, like they had like target stuff, like a little bit further away than they were just like shooting targets. And it's like, why? Like, wait, they did that? I that's I think so. Hold on, let me see. Um, now that would make sense as to how a, a bullet got on set. Let me see. Let me see. I don't want to be just starting rumors, but I I read that well, somewhere. But even um, it, well, okay, see, like even if that's true, 
why would you be using any of the prop weapons? You see what I'm saying? Why, why would you use any weapon? Because, that's because, be they're, because they're real weapons. Yeah, but you um, can use, no, I'm saying if you're, if you're and that's, about, and that's, and that's, the, and that's the, um, and that's the, uh, like the, um, unprofessionalism of the like armorer for not locking things up right. for allowing guns to be take to do other things and let me i, I want to find her name because i feel like this is oh she's gonna end up losing her job if this is like um the second incident okay <laughs> the first article i pull up rust shooting gun that killed helena hutchins was used that morning for live ammo target practice that is dumb as hell because Crew members you can get another, you can get a, a different gun that is the exact yeah. same. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be the exact same gun. Yeah. So this those crew members had gone plinking and returned the gun to set. Plinking is uh, when you, it's like beer cans. And you yeah. go and like plink the, plink, plink, plink. Yeah. Um, That's dumb. So yeah. So uh, this is an article from The Wrap um, from October 25th. Um. So I think this was like a couple days after. Um, oh, what's the name of the the girl? That's the armor. Uh, that's what I'm trying to see if I can find her name. I haven't been able to find her name. She would be in that lawsuit. Uh, if there's a lawsuit, she would have to be in that lawsuit. Oh, 100. Oh, armor Hannah Gutierrez. Harry yeah. Hannah Gutierrez Reed. Um, and she also was. Uh, she's been an armor on a couple of things, but like. Oh yeah. Oh, and here's the article. Um, an inexperienced rust armor enraged Nicholas Cage on previous film. You just blew my fucking eardrums out. Um, um, so this article, so this article is saying this, the one where they, so the gun that killed rust cinematographer Helena Hutchins last Thursday was used by crew members that morning for live ammunition target practice. An individual with knowledge of the set told the rap. A number of crew members had taken prop guns from the New Mexico set of the Indie Western, including the gun that killed Hutchins, to go plinking, a hobby in which people shoot beer cans with live ammunition to pass the time. The shooting happened just a few hours later, when lead actor and producer Alec Baldwin discharged a revolver after first assistant director David Halls confirmed that it was a cold gun, meaning that the gun did not have any live ammunition in it. Search warrants issued over the weekend by New Mexico authorities said that Halls had grabbed one of three prop guns set up by armor Hel uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed and yelled cold gun as he handed it to lead actor Alan Baldwin, indicating that the gun did not have any live rounds. Baldwin, who was rehearsing a scene for the film, was pointing the re revolver towards the camera lens when it hit director Joel Souza and Hutchins, according to the search warrant made public on Sunday. Hutchins grabbed her midsection and then stumbled backwards as she was assisted to the ground, Sousa told authorities. Sousa, who was also injured when the gun discharged, was released from a local hospital that night. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she's responsible for that because there is um, like, no why, way Like, why would you let them take these things? Like, yeah, because it doesn't so matter. <clears throat> if, even if they're pressuring you, it's like, hey, hey, let me let me get this so we can go, we can go uh, uh, just kill some time and practice. Yeah, she's like, yeah, that's, go for it. Like, that's fine. Like, that? why would you? No. So, because there's yeah. a prop master that I follow on TikTok, and he, um, I, I should have had this prepped up. I was gonna look to see if there was, um, um, um. Sorry, my roommate texted me. Um, <laughs> um. Prop master, the prop master. Sorry, it's a guy I follow on TikTok. He he's a prop master, so he he creates prop. He's not an armorer, mm -hmm. um, but he works with armorers. 
um, mm -hmm. on sets so mm -hmm. to create prop things that work with whatever. So um, he was talking about like the um, procedures and everything. And he, he gave his like thought because like a bunch of people were like, hey, like, you do props like what are your thoughts on this so he talked about it a little bit if I, I wish i could find it it's like it's it's like a quick video he does like it's like a minute it's a tiktok so it's like a minute or two um if i can find it i'll send you that link so we can post it with like the the thing where he talks about that because he's been in props for hollywood for 30 years or something mm -hmm. um and he says that what happened shouldn't have happened um so let me read this really quick um the warrants uh the new warrants confirmed that several members of the film's mm -hmm. camera crew had walked off the set earlier that day after complaining about housing payment and working conditions forcing producers to scramble to find a new crew according to according that and that's why that's why there's like more controversy and more theories that like this happened because the crew was upset with the producers who is Olive Baldwin. So um, why would you not so call it, production? I, money. Why would you, why, but why, why would you go out and just randomly get people that, that you've not cleared? Yeah. And that, and that's, what's weird about it. So I think that they pulled a few random people out or maybe pulled people that were already on their set and they're like, Hey, you're going to be this person today instead of like this or whatever. So then um, according to the insider, so this is like a person so I don't know how much of this we can really believe because this insider could just be some random person. Um, mm -hmm. So according to the insider that spoke with the rap, um, a walkout by crew members from the below the line Itast union would ordinarily trigger a shutdown of the entire production for 48, 24 to 48 hours. Instead, producers chose to hire non-union replacements to continue the shoot. Um, so yeah, because this is also, there's a ton of drama going around the Itas union striking and all of that yeah. and people not getting money, people working too many hours, um, yeah. already seeing that they've kind of like pulled back on budget for some things, that, things as safety. Um, I can understand these union crew members being like, you're not paying us enough to do the shit that we're doing right now. Like, this isn't yeah. okay. We're going to dip. Um, which so I then they're like, that. which I understand 100%, but like yeah. where and that would ordinarily, what this is ordinarily trigger a shutdown for the entire production for 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. Instead, the producer's like, fine, we'll just hire like non union people. And like, I'm a non union person. I could have been hired to be on that set as like a PA just randomly yeah. because yeah. I'm non union. So he would just yeah. pay, they would, I would just be getting paid like maybe $100, $200 a day yeah. to be on set versus the like, like union it's pay. Yeah, it's cheaper. It's but cheaper, it, but it's less safe. Like there's like that doesn't even they, make any sense. Yeah. So, um, uh, oh my god, this, this article just gets worse. This article keeps getting worse. Lawsuit. So Reed Russell, whom the warrant identifies as a cameraman who is standing next to Hutchins and Sousa as the gun discharge, said that the crew wrote a letter to the production over the disagreements and that after stepping out for five minutes after returning from lunch, the team was already in possession of the firearm preparing for the scene. He was unsure if it had been checked again at that time. So the crew left or they wrote a letter or whatever. And like five minutes later, they're like, whatever, like we're back from lunch. Like we're just going to do this. And then they just like got ready to go. Um, so it is obviously still ongoing. This article came out on the 25th of October. So this is about 10 days ago. Um, oh my God, this girl, is this her? Is that you? She looks like she should never carry a gun in her life. That I'm just being biased. She looks. I mean, that's just, that's, that's someone dying in an She's unnecessary fashion. Old. 
24 years old. 24. So Hannah Gutierrez Reed is 24 year old armor who handled weapons on the set of Alec Baldwin's Rush was the subject rust was the subject of numerous complaints on her previous film just two months earlier after she discharged weapons without warning and infuriated star Nicolas Cage. Um, Stu Brumbaugh, who served as key grip on the Cage Western The Old Way this summer, told The Wrap that Gutierrez upset both Cage and other crew members on the Montana production by failing to follow basic gun safety protocols, like announcing the arrival and uses of, usage of weapons on the set. And then it wants me to start a free trial to read the rest of the article, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so you're um, supposed to so yeah, so two months yeah yeah so two months prior there was all this stuff happening um, on a different set that she was not doing what she should have been doing. Um, I'd be surprised if she ever works. I highly doubt she will ever have uh, a career in in this. Um, that's just unnecessary um so okay so this is uh jason bowels who currently is representing rust armor hannah um gutierrez reed alleged on good morning america wednesday that he's afraid somebody intended to sabotage the set somebody intended to sabotage this in quotes um, while the former head of the movie's camera department told Good Morning America that he quit production the day before the shooting, partially citing firearm safety concerns for his re- resignation. So the head of the movie's camera department quit the day before because he he's partially partially because of concerns because of firearm safety. Um, so it's it's jesus criminy um authorities said rust assistant director david halls handed the weapon to baldwin and announced cold gun indicating the weapon was safe to use the set's firearm specialist armor hannah gutierrez riz was in charge of weapons in the movie set bowels said that reed didn't know where the live rounds came from and blamed producers for unsafe working conditions ma'am you were responsible for that like she is like where where was she why was the director why was she not with the guns yeah why was yeah why was david hall's handing the weapon to baldwin why was she not handing the weapon to baldwin like that's super important um the investigation into how hutchins hutchins was killed and how director joel Sousa was wounded during the production of the western new mexico is ongoing the authorities have said much work needs to be done before getting to a point where charges could be considered um, oh, she needs to be. She definitely needs to be charged. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here, her. I'm assuming this guy's her lawyer, Jason Bowles. Mm-hmm. Bowles, like bowel movement, like full of shit. <laughs> what a what a name for like a lawyer. Like your name is Bowles. I just yeah. sat you and been like, oh, so you're full of shit. Dope. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um so he could be a nice man. I don't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so um bowels said his client loaded the prop gun with dummy rounds before her lunch break on october 21st and gave the gun to assistant director david halls she did spin the cylinder showed the cylinder that's what i was that's the mm-hmm. word i was looking for earlier yeah, yeah um she did spin the cylinder she showed mr halls each of the rounds there were six dummy rounds that she had loaded into that fire firearm that she believed had been dummy rounds she did spin it. She did check it by spinning it. He said, we then know he had the firearm in the church and that the firearm firearm then ended up with Mr. Baldwin. 
Um, Bowles reasserted that Gutierrez Reed does not know how live rounds ended up on set. There was a box labeled dummy rounds that Hannah had been pulling from that she knew were dummy rounds. Um, somebody put that live round or live rounds in that box. When you do that, you can only have bad intentions because you're going to confuse the rounds if you're the armorer and they appear very similar. Um, but okay. Say, say that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Why were the rounds not locked up? Yeah. And that's the thing, like whether they're dummy or it doesn't real, matter. Like, it doesn't matter. They need to be locked up. Like they're supposed to be, um, it's a, I think there's like literally like a specific, like, like prop truck, like, like trucks for like productions and stuff are big ass trucks. Mm-hmm. And there's, if you have like a lot of like weaponry and stuff, there's supposed to be like a specific truck that's like completely barred off. That's like, if there's anything like legitimate in it, like there needs to be like locks and like, I, I don't know why that didn't exist on this. Like, I, I don't, and it's literally, it's like, it's her inexperience. It's the production's lack of funding towards safety on set. Like uh, it's the fact that half of the crew left that morning and they didn't take the two day or two to sort things out before just throwing shit together like yeah it's 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 ridiculous so then um when good morning american anchor good morning america anchor michael strand pressed bowels and whether or not he believes a person intended for gutierrez reed to confuse live rounds for dummy rounds he said they're afraid that somebody intended to sabotage this set and then he goes on to say why would you what's do the that? purpose though yeah so that's so he goes on to say why would you do that other than to try to cause some incident on the set We're not saying anybody had any intent that there was going to be a tragedy, a homicide, but they wanted to do something to cause a safety incident on set. That's what we believe happened. So that's where the, that's where, um, oh, and then the attorney said that the biggest evidence just to support his allegation that there, it was an intended sabotage um, is that the box labeled dummy rounds that contained live rounds. So um, what the fuck? Investigators found around 500 rounds of ammunition, a mix of blanks, dummy rounds, and suspected live rounds. But Bowel said real ammo should never have been present, which is true. Um, uh, he says that uh, Hannah, she didn't have, she didn't have live rounds. She didn't purchase any of this ammunition. So, uh, according to her lawyer, she didn't purchase any live rounds. Um, she didn't have any live rounds. Um, so there shouldn't have been any live rounds. However, whoever was out, like, are they investigating the people that were out, like, doing target practice earlier? So, oh. Regardless, oh, oh, so, negligence. So, yeah, so Bowles also denied reports that crew members used the prop gun from the set for live target practice. So, so that, he's saying that never happened. So he's saying that that never happened. Um, so, so the way that this is worded makes sense because of all of the concerns with like safety and stuff on the set. Not that this is good, but I can understand how somebody would think like, Oh, maybe we should just like try to have like an accident on set in regards to like safety. So they'll take it more seriously. Oh, okay. So they're saying that somebody they were trying to to prove a point of safety issues. And in doing so. Okay. Helena got killed. Okay. So so yeah. So what? Um, but still, it comes down to her negligence. Yeah. Because it's like, that's it's, stuff well, that's it's supposed her, to be the director. 
Um, yeah. Like, cause they didn't properly check everything that needed to be checked. Not only that, like, but at the same time, like if you have for her, because she is inexperienced, she's only 24 um, for her, the dummy rounds and the real ones look pretty much the same. There's just yeah, a slight but there difference. There should be a in, like, mark. Well, should, yeah, like something like, on it. There like should be something on it. Wording or something because you're something not going to see, like, or at least um on like the um the uh the casing. Yeah, you know how like the casing like the bottom before yeah. where, where the pin hits maybe like yeah. like prop like prop or like dummy bullet or something like that. So you like well, the even, entire even casing like, could be could could have something on it that says you well, know so the like, brand name or 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 this is a dummy round or whatever like yeah it can just, say because you're not you're not when you're when you're uh, uh shooting uh the subject mm-hmm. short of them like loading the clip cylinder or whatever like what like short of them showing that which mm-hmm. even with that you don't have to it doesn't have to be like a close-up like not showing extreme close-up yeah. of that so yeah so like that and that makes sense so but like they're yeah they're absolutely there shouldn't have been real there shouldn't have been real bullets there in the first place and that's the thing that blows my mind is that somebody whether it was her she's according to her lawyer she never had any live rounds she did not purchase any live rounds there were supposed to be no live rounds at all on the set and somehow one or several ended up in the box of the dummy rounds which again should have been locked up prior to filming and honestly locking up doesn't is not does not take a lot of money to lock up it doesn't yeah um and so and so that falls back on like production production. yeah and so that's and like and 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 alec baldwin being the producer that's putting the money towards the film it's like hey bro like you should have done that but then alec baldwin as the actor it wasn't his responsibility um to like check the gun and do all that stuff because he's not allowed to you know right right so it's just it's just this like catch 22 it's like it's his fault it's not its fault it's her fault so it's, not it's her on fault. production and it's so on her the, it's on the, the assistant director yeah the the um the conspiracy with it is that um somebody intentionally purchased bullets for that specific gun snuck them into the box of dummy rounds to then have an accident air quote accident happen on set with the firearm safety well that's easy that's easy to to prove a point on the safety on set and why half the crew walked out that morning or the day before or whatever but then they're probably also gonna be like what if like the dummy rounds I don't know where you purchase dummy rounds. I don't know if you purchase them like at like an actual like like gun store. Um, the one you... that I worked at didn't have any. No, do they yeah. have like blanks or anything? They had. It was all live rounds. Okay, so and and, and that's that's why that's why I'm so confused. So where do you even get dummy rounds? Like where do you even get dummy rounds? Because if that's the case, like from what I understand, that's an online thing. I I've never seen them in store. I've never seen them at Academy Sports. I've never seen them at a gun uh, 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 range that I've been to never seen them at like walmart or like wherever so the fact, the fact that walmart <laughs> sells guns just like blows my mind yeah yeah but see here's <laughs> the thing though like that's easy to check though that's mm-hmm. easy to check you can literally go and search like like 
if the, if there is a place that sells the, the uh, these rounds, the, no, I'm not, not even, I'm sorry, not even dummy rounds. Just kidding. I live in California. There's nothing's gonna pop up. <laughs> oh wait, no, I live in California, so maybe something will pop up. Everything will pop up for you. Yeah, <laughs> but every like you can check where where if anybody went to a gun uh, store or or somewhere that sells rounds, you can check that. But like the the thing is is like. To see if someone actually if, purchased if a, a per- round for purchased, that gun. But maybe, maybe like, maybe, because like maybe it's somebody that was on set, but they had like a buddy that has that same gun, you know, and they were like, hey, like, can you buy these live rounds for me? And it won't look weird because the buddy has a gun, you know, yeah. maybe they like, you know what I mean? So then they, they happen to be able to so get So then them. that goes into fingerprints then. If, if, if the, like, in my, if, so, so the way I'm thinking about it, if someone went and put a live round with the dummy rounds, the likelihood of them actually caring about whether their fingerprint is on there or not is slim to none, unless they they thought about that. Check the fingerprints on 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 the I mean, case. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if they if, if the thing is like it, because it's still an ongoing, maybe they're doing that. You know, maybe they are checking to see if there's fingerprints on any of like the the other like dummy rounds that were in that box, or or check the fingerprints of the box because yeah. if, if well, someone if else is missing fingerprints if, from that, then yeah, yeah, you you should be able to because if you're able to to see like who handled the box, mm-hmm. if it doesn't check off to be uh, Gutierrez or or any of the producers or whatever, that's anyone else supposed to actually be handling yeah. the, the 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 product, and that's and maybe that's that what gives you an idea. Yeah, so that's maybe that's what they're looking dumb. to. So, and so, yeah, so that's like where there that there's that conspiracy is that like somebody did that to just like have like a scare, like, hey, wow, all of these concerns that we've had about safety on set were not for none. Like, oh, we do like need to be better and be more on top of like safety on set. Um, you and can then, make that like, point with something that's less risky. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, I mean, like, who would like, even why, think about like, doing something why, like that? But- yeah like why have it like right when they're gonna say like why not have like somebody like maybe like course the armorer who has already been known for like shooting live rounds or shooting just in general like on set not announcing um maybe be like hey like let's play around you know what i mean like maybe like try to get her to like do something so that they're like shooting at like a target or something you know like i don't know just so so tell me this did they because they were unionized, did they go to the union about this? I don't think so because they they stepped out. I think no, I'm saying probably. to, to complain oh, about oh, the safety. I, I think so. I think that they. I think I think they were doing the stuff that was with um, the rest of the striking for. Um, what you would call it? Um, oh my god, I'm so sleepy. Um, oh my god, where'd that? The. I always forget the full thing. Uh, Atas, Atasi, um, is the union. Um, mm-hmm. So when they walked out, um, production just hired non-union people instead. So I don't know if, but it was, I guess it all happened within like that same day. So like, even if they did go like either that same day or maybe the next day, maybe they were planning on going the next day or something. Yeah, but but, um, but my point is if if you've been having, let's say for example, they were on set for two weeks. Cause I don't know how long they've been shooting this, but let's say give or take they were on for two weeks. They're working about 10 to 12 hour days, right? 
oh i think they were working longer than that i think they that's most likely were but that's yeah. what i'm saying like let, let, let's just just for the sake of argument if you're on set that long and you have a complaint mm-hmm. you're supposed to be able to go and and file that complaint with the union that's part of their job unless i'm missing something no you, that that makes sense you don't take you don't t- you don't you don't storm off and then go file a complaint you see what i'm saying yeah like like you file a complaint when you first realize hey there's safety issues with this project the, yeah uh, this production is not following like, xyz and, you're and supposed like, to say that then yeah not wait until like something bad happens that's that's um, dumb so that yeah like, if they didn't file a complaint and and you're you're the only way you can feel you can actually drive a point home is by putting in a live round with the dummy rounds like yeah that's so dumb there's, yeah there's and, so and much they shouldn't be working in hollywood anymore yeah there's so much that's like potential things that like we're not really going to know until they start to do more like uh, release more information on the investigation I can't wait till this goes to trial let me see this one okay so yeah so this art this this one about like the sabotage on set is from three days ago so this this article is no oh no just kidding Thursday what day is today today's the sixth Saturday so two days yeah. two, day, two days. days ago so the fourth so this came out November fourth um so this this article is only a couple of days ago so this is like the most recent thing that I'm seeing let me see if there's anything else um that's that's that just doesn't I I can't I can't make sense of that I honestly can't make sense of that that doesn't even Um, that doesn't sound right yeah i mean maybe well because like so i guess what happened i mean granted yeah if they had concerns they probably should have come forward to the union at least earlier um but i also don't know like how all of that works like i don't know what kind of paperwork maybe they did file something and it just hadn't it was in the process of being investigated like i don't know but mm-hmm. i feel like we we, we would have seen something but, if they had filed something on like compl- on a complaint on like but the something that, issues that that's what I'm saying. But for something that serious, that would shut the production down to make sure they follow the, the, the like safety the safety yeah. protocols and then they resume. Yeah. And that's the thing too with with um the the crew, like half of the crew leaving that morning. So I'm reading so um Lane Looper, formerly first camera assistant on the film, had quit and left the production the day before the fatal shooting of cinematographer. Um, Helena Hutchins and then um, hours before Hutchins was shot by actor Alwyn Baldwin on set Looper and half a dozen other members of the camera department walked off the set in protest of poor working conditions Um, what I put in my resignation letter was lax COVID policies the Mm -hmm. housing situation driving to and from Albuquerque and specifically Mm -hmm. gun safety a lack of rehearsals a lack of preparing the crew for what we were doing that day Um, Looper told ABC okay so they were rushing so yeah, so they were just they doing were that. Rushing. So um, so that what what I'm gathering from these articles that I've been reading just now is that that morning, so they were on set, they were filming, and they were just got fed up. So they all left. They broke for lunch. They had their lunch. And when they came back from lunch is when they started to get ready to film that scene. So, so this probably, is all the camera crew. Yeah. So well, not all of the camera crew, but it says it says looper and half a dozen members. So at least six or seven people. From the camera um, crew, or this the, is camera crew and production from, and assistance from, and stuff like that? From the camera department walked off. So just camera okay. department. 
Okay. Um, so there was only like a few people. I mean, some of those crews, you got like 10, 15 people. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, camera stuff. So yeah. they probably like were like, okay, well, these people left. Like, let's see if we can hire a few people that can get here in the next like hour or so. Um, which I'm sure they probably had people on like a list that were like non-union that they'd be like, hey, we're going to call you in. We're going to have you come work on this. Um, which uh, is often for like acting. Um, it's called, um, it's called, there's a name for it. It's basically, it's basically, there's a name for something that's like, hey, like you haven't been cast yet, but you're basically like on like a wait list. Like mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. might call you in essentially. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so you're basically on call for the entire production. Kind of. And like, and you, you still, sometimes depending on what it is, you still get paid because mm -hmm. they're asking you to take time away from like, Whatever your you life on. basically so you yeah. can be there in like a drop of a hat yeah. um so i'm sure that they probably had some of that set up for like crew people as well maybe they like knew that like something was brewing so they had like people like on call for like crew i don't know but so they probably within a couple of hours after them leaving they had their lunch they had the new people get there they started to set everything up and then they went to go shoot that scene so only from the walkout from the crew to Did you hear that? Yeah. As yeah. that trash can hitting the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I love the respect I have here. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and so sorry, I'm just like hearing stuff out there. Um so um from the walkout of the crew to when the shooting happened. I'm calculating probably only a few hours, maybe, from when the crew walked out to when Helena got shot. So was Helena unionized or was she? I think so. I think she was like one of the main crew, the main camera people. So it's not like the whole camera department left. I think it's right. just like a few of the members were like, I'm sick of this. And they just like happened to leave. It says just camera department, but I feel like like. That has to be more than camera. It, it could have been. That has um, to be. Because I, I can't see, I can't even, let's say it was just the camera department. I can't see you continuing to shoot without yeah. camera like, operators. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, so she was probably one of the few that stayed. Um, and so they just decided to go with slate single they were like, shots. Yeah, maybe, maybe single shots, or maybe they were just going to try to work around it. Or maybe they did get people um, in at the right time to be able to, to help them out um i'm gonna sneeze again that that doesn't even oh no it went away sorry i, was <laughs> I felt it in my nose and then it went away i hate that feeling so much yeah that that doesn't even make sense though like if so they obviously they had obviously seen some stuff that was that was going on that forced them to walk away there was obviously things that yeah that taking place already so um Oh, I found that what what the um, guns were, the three guns were. Um, the three guns. Smith and Wesson. Uh huh. Smith and Wesson. Is that a type of gun? Oh no, I'm asking. Is like, is that this brand? But oh, I, it says so. The three guns: a Colt revolver, an okay. apparently non-functioning 45 caliber revolver, and a plastic non-functioning prop gun were seized from the set. Some 500 rounds of ammunition, a mix of blanks, dummy rounds, and live rounds were also found on set, according to Mendoza. Uh, Mendoza is 
probably one of the investigators. Uh, Santa Fe County Sheriff Aiden Mendoza. So um, you... No decision has been made on whether charges will be filed and that no one has been ruled out at this point. They, this is just dumb. This, this was senseless. Yeah. This, and, I mean, that's, and that's the thing is that's why it's such a, it's, it's, it's stupid. It shouldn't have happened. There's no reason for it to have happened. There's no, nothing like is worth the life of somebody, which is what happened. You know, like even if they were trying to make a point, like if, if the people that walked out were trying to make a point and like toss like a couple, like whatever, like now, now their cinematographer is that their friend is dead because this is just the this is the conspiracy they did this to create like a sabotage to create better um safety on set and now their friend is dead um, yeah that's not how you would do go yeah, about that you though. know and maybe maybe the dummy round box maybe when it was being manufactured like somehow accidentally had uh, a real round in it or something you know like i i don't know how they're manufactured i don't know if they're manufactured i would not in, like, expect them to be in the same well, place th th that's i was like i don't think they're manufactured in the same place where they have real ones and dummy ones um but if that's the case like then is it on the production company that cr the the um not the film production but the um the, prop the warehouse production. the prop or, or the prop production or like whoever um created that box of dummy rounds like were they all dummy rounds or were was it a mix of both you know or did somebody throw a few live rounds in there to create a sabotage or Again, you like, should be checking everything and yeah and, and times exactly like, like there needs to be like there's like three or four checks before something gets handed to somebody like it's and just multiple whole... people should be checking it it's not it shouldn't yeah. just be on one person checking it should yeah. be multiple people that and that's how checking. it's supposed to be it's supposed to be it's like the armorer yeah. um usually there's more than one armorer that's what that's, i was, again like, that's that's what that's the thing that's throwing like, me there's off because usually like more than one person so that they have like people to look over stuff as well as like showing the director showing the assistant director like making sure that like everybody knows that like what is in the gun is in the gun and what isn't isn't and the whole thing so it's just it's like it's i'm i i want to know more about what's going on um yeah santa fe county sheriff said investigators suspect a real bullet was loaded into the firearm that ball was charged and i mean that's what we've basically yeah. come to come to know this article came out uh, November 3rd so you know a couple only a few days ago um new twist on movie set shooting probe assistant director's lawyer speaks out on who had gun and this is like a video so I'm not like listening to it um but yeah like it's just um yeah so it seems like they weren't really like safety as well maybe maybe like and specifically gun safety but also like covid policies he said that the housing situation was not good having to drive to and from albuquerque yeah. um how far is albuquerque from santa fe um i'm gonna map it really quick i want to see but see even with that like just the covid protocols alone yeah, like, if they're that being was pretty lax on that, like that's that stupid. was something that was put that was put in place for productions in general. Like, excuse me, you're they, that's that was a requirement when they when they re, um, when they restarted doing uh, 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 projects was 
making sure that the 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 protocols for that was done the right way. So I mean it's one thing to Okay, um, so from Albuquerque to Santa Fe, which is like around where they were filming, they were filming it's like an hour drive. Okay. So they had to drive an hour. So I'm assuming that the housing place was probably somewhere in Albuquerque. They had to drive an hour. So that means you plus, had to get up an hour, like yeah, like two hours early just to yeah. get to the set on time. Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. Instead of being housed closer to, I don't know what the housing conditions were like in Albuquerque. Um, it also depends on what part of Albuquerque they were in compared to like what part of Santa Fe they were in. Um, so. Yeah, it easily could have been like an hour, hour and a half drive to and from set every day. Yeah, but it's miserable. Like yeah, you're already, you're already you're stuck. Yeah, you're already stuck on set after having been there for 12, 14 hours. Yeah. You have an hour and a half drive back to your hotel or wherever you're staying. Then you have what, four, maybe four or five hours to sleep before you have to get up, get ready, and then drive another hour and a half back to set. Like that's miserable. So I can understand yeah. the housing situation driving to and from Albuquerque. Um, lacks COVID policies, like if they weren't like staying up to date on that, like uh, like that's shitty. And then and and they did state specifically gun safety, lack of rehearsals, lack of preparing. Like it honestly sounds like some like bullshit like set or something that I was on when I was working in Florida. Mm -hmm. Like I'm almost certain that like because like <laughs> like. A lot of places like I worked on a set in April and they really weren't too on top of like COVID policies. Um, if I'm being honest, they um we had the the required masks that we were supposed to have, which were just like the black like medical masks. Mm -hmm. Um oh excuse me, sir. You good? Just coughed. <laughs> um and they did like temperature checks, but like then they had um like catering but catering ended up being like a buffet they just like had like somebody cater but it was catered not individual meals it was catered as like a well, big tray of food that you had to like scoop food out and i'm like i don't want to touch all this stuff that other people have touched mm -hmm. like and like and then people like obviously when we were eating like there wasn't six foot distancing like people were close to each other and i was like i don't like this at all you mm -hmm. know and this is just like, uh, and this is like a, a no budget. I didn't get paid for like credit only thing. You know, mm -hmm. if I was, if I was on a set where there's supposed to be like proper protocols and like proper, like COVID regulations and things like that. And that's how things were. I also would have been like, nah, peace out. Like, yeah, no, like yeah. my health and safety is not worth what you're providing me right now. Which again, they've they obviously saw that that was taking place. Yeah, yeah. Like, th so like this, this is like I I I can understand cutting corners and cost for small things. Like if you want to use like uh, uh, no name uh, sodas or something like that. Like I can get that. I'm I, that's yeah whatever. you're like oh I want I don't want to I want us to be drinking like whiskey but I it's just gonna yeah. be in a bottle with nothing because I don't have the money to yeah you know you, pay you wanna, for like us fancy stuff or like I yeah. you want to use pleather or something like outside of like yeah like, like cut corners on like like yeah whatever that makes sense but cutting corners with anything to do with safety and health protocols 
no. stupid. No. Especially during a pandemic. No. Yeah. Like, especially, like, we're still in a pandemic. People pretend that it's not a thing because concerts are happening again and things like that are happening again. Hospitals are still full of people. There are still people mm-hmm. that can't get like life-saving like surgeries because the 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 ICU units are full of COVID patients that are dying because they didn't get vaccinated. Like, yeah, yeah. That, like, that's, 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 that's creating a hostile work environment. Yeah. And so like, we're yeah. still in a pandemic. Like there's still things that need to be taken into account when you're going to be in spaces with people like, and I, and people just want to pretend that it doesn't exist and it does. Yeah. It's a thing. It's still happening. So like, I, I'm all with the, the team that, sorry, I have the hiccups. I'm all with the team that wanted to to walk off set and I am against the production for continuing to, to film that day. Yeah. Um, there's no reason with that kind of walkout, they should have shut down production for a day or two. Yeah. Like I rather would be reading an article about like, Oh no, like Alec Baldwin's production shut down due to a walkout. Mm -hmm. Then, Oh no, Alec Baldwin's production got shut down because his, he accidentally shot his cinematographer and she died. You know, I mean, like, and, and it, it, it costs money either way. And this this is costing more money than that's what I was about to say. putting this... in the proper precautions for a film. So yeah. like as as depressing and sad as as this is and how much my heart does go out to Helena and her family because um, she left her husband and a little boy like she's got mm-hmm. a kid or I think I think she has a son. Um, she has a kid anyway. Um, you know, this this is like a slap in the face to other productions to make sure that they don't screw up, that they keep good people on sets, that they pay attention to what they are putting into their productions, making sure that safety is their number one. Like I, Mm -hmm. if I, and and I, I say, if I, when I am producing things, you know, if it's 10, 15, 20 years from now and I'm producing movies, health and safety and mental health of my cast and crew is going to be my number one priority. I don't want people to be working 12, 15 hour days. Like that's ridiculous because even as an actor, if I'm on set for like 10, 12 hours, that crew got there an hour or two before me and that crew is leaving an hour or two after me. That's what people don't, don't think take into consideration. Like like, if you start shooting at eight in the morning, crews there at six easy. Easy. easy you and, know and, and i could possibly and let's say, be there before then yeah and so and then let's say like i'm there from eight to eight i'm working my 12 hours mm-hmm. um i'm there at 8 a.m crew and is there at 6 a.m you get to help break down yep so then i leave as an actor i leave at 8 p.m mm-hmm. crew is there until 10 12 p.m or yeah. 10, 10 p.m to 12 a.m in the morning yeah. then they get home depending on where they, they are if they're staying within like 30 minutes of the location or if they're gonna have to drive an hour and a half back to their hotel Mm-hmm. They're gonna have three hours of sleep before they have to be back on set. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's stupid, and like I I I hate that. You know, there's no mm-hmm. reason. Like, I get that. Like Hollywood wants things going, bump 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 bump. You know, you need to crank up movie after movie. People can wait. Oh, We've yeah. realized that like during this pandemic, people can wait a few more months for something. Like, if you need a couple more months, like instead of filming an entire movie in like a month and a half, two months, three months, and you need to take you know, four, five, six months to film it because you're not working your people to the bone, do it. I, mean, I would rather think- have a good, qu- and I feel like it, I feel like that would create even better films because the people yeah. working on them aren't going to be exhausted, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean- and I think, I think that's, I think that's what some of like the strike um, is trying to put into a place is like, we don't deserve to be working 
to our bones yeah like we can still create good content we can still create good cinematic films by not working 16 hour days yeah i mean and and honestly like if you are going to be working those uh, that many hours you should have like alternates yeah like and it's like i get having you're not doing like five six days in a row you know yeah. what i'm saying like, it like maybe have like, like three days at a time those, yeah those take your take a break take yeah a and then like um like having good teams and good communication so that way if somebody's not on set and somebody else is doing that job that day it can still get done and it can get done well like i think a big thing i notice in film is um especially like small budget film i'm sure big budget film ha- is better with this is just like like storyboards and stuff oh. um are skipped storyboards you know, people, don't even make sense with, with some of the films i've been on i see like and and i feel like storyboards are super important they because, are because and i i cannot remember the last time i've seen a storyboard for a production that i did other than when i did um god i did something like 10 years ago and i think that's the last time i saw like an actual was, storyboard being created for something i was about to say the last time i even saw a storyboard was when i was in school yeah and the thing is that was the smoothest production I think I've like yeah. ever been on because yeah. it's like you have exactly what shots you want, what things you need versus like all of these sets that I've been on where I am stuck there for like 16 hours a day mm-hmm. is um, it's, it's messy. It takes forever because they don't have the shots. Like they don't know it's like, Oh, well, like we're in this space. So like, let's, let's try to set all oh, that doesn't look good. Like let's set up over here. It's like, Hey, how about you prep that in advance? <laughs> like know yeah. what it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. And that's going to make run- things run smoother. And that way, if you do have, um, you know, your director and assistant director, you know, the director needs a day off. The assistant director can step in and they know exactly what shots need to be done that day. Mm-hmm. You know? And they know exactly not just what like scenes, but like each individual shot, mm-hmm. the cinematographer has all of that together. And that way, like somebody can take that day to just like breathe, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they can recover from the past like four days in a row that they worked or something. So there's ways to make sets safer. There's ways to make crew members and people like not feel like they're dying Mm -hmm. or not actually die like it's 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 just a whole thing that like as tragic as the situation is I really really hope that it puts a fire under these production productions and producers asses to not skimp on safety on sets yeah you know, yeah. and and I know that there's still probably going to be sets here and there where things might not be perfect, but you know, don't just don't skimp. Don't look. There's a difference like, between an accident. Cut corners. There's a difference between an accident and just negligence. Yeah. This was. This has negligence written all. Yeah. Over. Yeah. It's and just, then the, and then don't care. yeah. And so I'm, I, I really am, um, I don't want to say excited or like looking forward to, I'm just very interested in seeing where this case goes. Oh, I can't wait to see if there's a trial. Yeah. I, oh, there I, probably I, will. Or like, there's, wait. there's still going to be so much that they're going to have to look into. Like what we were saying about yeah. like fingerprints and stuff, maybe they are looking into that stuff and we just don't have that information yet because we're just the public, you know, we don't, yeah. we yeah. just get the general information that they decide to release and, and there's so much that they they probably know that we don't and there's 
so many testimonies I'm sure that they have they have gotten from everybody that like we're never going to see so I I am interested in seeing how this progresses what happens and 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 where things go from there this is Um, exactly why I'm so I I I like being an editor I don't I do (laughs) like I don't get to be on set I don't have to be there Uh -uh. Mm -mm. and like and it's like that part of my life is over for me as an actor like it is very it's scary when these things these things happen because it's like what if what if it was pointed at another actor you know like what I mean regardless like what if it had happened the way with um um oh my god what's his name um uh lee brandon Uh, lee brandon lee yeah yeah yeah. um i wanted to say bruce but i was like it's his son um (laughs) so like you know if if something like that if if that happened you know that's always something that like as an actor i think about like on sets and stuff and i get nervous when when weapons are brought into brought into sets like i've never been and like i've never i've never i've never been with like with like with a real weapons you know like i've never but um either just like prop guns or like plastic guns or whatever Mm -hmm. um and uh you know but like even then i get like nervous because i'm like what if it isn't a prop (laughs) even though clearly it's like plastic but yeah yeah but like it's still it's still and then things like this happen Mm -hmm. or you think to what happened with brandon lee and it's like i it's scary Mm -hmm. um so that that's something that is is nerve-wracking in in the sense of like every other person on these sets whether it's an actor or a crew member like the what ifs you mm-hmm. know sure i had i had a, a a guy that wanted me to shoot a music video for him where he was holding he and his guys were were all holding guns and pointing guns at the camera I priced him, I, time, I I think I, I charged him three or four times what I normally would charge and said, if I were to do this, not only am I checking weapons, my dad, who who is a former military, and a, a, a sheriff that I know, that's my godbrother's father, will both be on set as well, checking those weapons. Yeah, and that's fair. Like, and everybody's checking what? the weapons. They will have weapons on them to make sure you don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and never that's heard from fair. You again. Yeah. And that's the thing is yeah. that's fair. I feel like that's yeah. so fair. And yeah. it's like, cause not only are you charging for your time and your safety, mm-hmm. um, having to bring other people with even more weapons, um, yeah. experience, um, and, uh, um, I guess just experience. Uh, there's another word I'm looking knowledge. for, but like knowledge. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, you know, having these other people. So you're also paying for them and their time, mm-hmm. you know, to have a safe set, yeah. you know, like, cause pff, I'm assuming that when, if they have all these weapons, they're real. I'm assuming oh, yeah. that they, oh, oh. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. yeah. I just so don't, they, I just don't want to say what who, the affiliation is. Oh, I, I am but, not a part of that life, but, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, the fact that like, you were like, Hey, like I'm down to do it, but I'm going to charge you this much. And I'm going to make sure that everything is safe and that they're safe. They probably never, you probably never heard from them again because they probably illegally own all of those weapons. And if you're going to bring like a sheriff and stuff in, they probably were like, Oh shit, we're going to get arrested. So never mind, not this guy, you know, let's find some cheap college kid. That's going to do it for like a hundred bucks and yep. like not care. Yep. And it's like, it's stupid, you know? And that's, yep. and that's, it's stupid. It's just stupid. And then yep. we could go get into the whole like gun regulation and laws and stuff but like that's a whole other conversation like i'm all for oh, like a whole different episode yeah that's a whole different thing um 
but yeah. I mean, there, I feel like there should be more regulations put on for like films and stuff. And uh, you mentioned like uh, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock yeah. Johnson uh, talked yeah. about he will not have any kind of like weapons on his sets from moving forward. Um, or but, any kind of any kind of uh, real weapons, like, and I think I think the way that CGI and stuff has been, um, it's not that it's not that advanced. It's not perfect, but it's a movie. We're watching a movie. We know it's all fake. Like, it's cool if it looks yeah. as real as possible, but it's all fake, and we know it's all fake. So, like, God forbid, like the gun doesn't backfire the way that it's like supposed to backfire or whatever. Like, I get it wanting to look as perfect as possible, but when it comes to the safety of the people around you as well as yourself, like oh no, like a split second of a film where something's not perfect. Like I'll deal with like the handful of himbos that are like, oh, that's not a real gun. Yeah, that's not how that backfires. I'll deal with those comments. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you. I want my my crew and my people to be safe. Same, like, but there's also other ways to shoot. Yeah, and then there's things where, too. Where, yeah. where you're not- If you are, if you are pointing the gun. Person, yeah, like, yeah. You like, could be putting it at a brick wall you know yeah. like so if something does happen nobody is in the area like maybe they need to create regulations so like if an actor is holding um a gun that even if it is a blank or if it's a dummy like it's still there's no no way for it to but that goes that goes back into storyboarding yeah yeah because so. you can you can you can you can map those shots out where yeah. you're still getting all the action you get like, like, even all even, that even, but you just don't have anybody like in this. front even a shot like this and the mm-hmm. camera needs to be there. Cool. There's like the operator things. doesn't need to be I was there. like, I was like, the operator doesn't need to be right behind them. There's things no. that you can manually do it from a couple of feet away. Like you can set yeah. it up and fix it in a way. Like there's equipment now that like the person does not have to be holding the camera to get the oh, shot. Oh, look, you've I, and I've operated them before, but like the pull focus. Yeah, the pull uh, focus and stuff, there's that kind of stuff. But like you you can you can figure it so that you're not in the direction. Oh, I wouldn't have like, been behind that camera. I wouldn't. I don't care if it's a shot, <laughs> if it was a test or not. I would not have been behind that camera. Yeah, you would. I would have like, hey. set him up. I'd be like, all right, there you go. And I would have. I would have stepped back because yeah. as soon as as soon as you don't do something like that, that's where stuff like this happens. And I'm not even. I'm not even blaming the the operator. Like I'm sure she thought that this was this was okay. She thought it was. Yeah, you said. It I mean, was, it was if safe, it was announced but, on set, like, hey, cold gun, like, okay, cool, it's not yeah. loaded. Like, and I'm pretty sure it's not like, her first time being in an in, in environment. And it's not. Like she's she's. She was uh, 42. She's been in the industry for a while. Like, yeah, she, I'm pretty sure she's been she's around been on sets sets where that's like that. happened before. So yeah. when somebody says cold gun, you're, she's going to trust that production did what it's supposed to do in yeah. having its safety in place so that she'd be okay. See, I have trust issues though. I that, do too. That's, it's fine. That's, that's where, <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what, that's where the difference would have been for me. I don't, I don't care what you say. Yeah. I don't care if you say the gun is not loaded or not. I need to check it. Yeah. And, and, and I'm yeah, still not going to so leave it behind the like, camera. so it's 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 a it's it's there's so much i know we're gonna we're gonna follow up with this um when we get some more information um like i said this last article was three days ago was the most recent article i can find on this i know that we're probably going to hear some more stuff um after the weekend we'll probably hear some more sometime next week so we'll probably yeah either if we don't talk about it in uh not this upcoming tuesday um but like the tuesday after um if we don't talk about it then um we'll probably end up talking about it pretty soon just oh, yeah. you know yeah, i'm pretty a, sure we'll hear a, something a couple, yeah year. yeah like two two or three weeks from now i think we'll have uh, a little bit more information on what's going on with this and we'll and we'll dig in again um yes, but i feel like this is a pretty good deep dive into to what we know right now yeah. um what yeah. theories are out there what and why it happened um 
why it shouldn't have happened. But yeah. uh, um, any of you guys listening, if you have any thoughts, if you uh, have any like experience on sets with like prop stuff, like I'd love to hear it. Um, I've been yes. on sets with prop guns, but they're not, they've never been like a, like a real gun that had like fake bullets in it. It's always been like plastic stuff or like if it is like a heavier metal actual like type of gun it still it wouldn't it wouldn't actually shoot you know so i've never yeah. i've never been with like a real one so yeah. I, i'd love to hear some more uh opinions and thoughts on just like what you guys think as well so let's so see like before before we wrap up look mm -hmm. anybody if y'all ever dealing with a gun please please handle <sighs> it like it's live yeah like it has regardless no matter it. what like, it doesn't matter what anybody says just just learn how to actually like properly handle the weapon and please check it yeah please that, and if you don't know how to check it like if you don't know how to check it like yeah like if you don't know how to check it you know find whoever it is that's responsible for those kind of things on the set or whatever that you're on or if why why you why do you have a gun in your everyday life anyway there's almost no reason um <laughs> um if you're on a set and you have one and you don't know what to do with it, just talk to the armor. I'm sure that they would be more than happy to help you understand more of what needs to be done with the guns yeah. um, or just the, the weapons in general, whatever they have. Yeah. Like you have to be careful and handle things, um, handle things as safe, as safely as possible because you have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, this is know? life. This is, and not this, and this, this is proof that somebody could tell you that something's safe and it's not. So, yeah, that's why, um, that's why you, you double check, triple check quadruple check yeah so. <laughs> even if it seems excessive yeah but you guys thank you so much for listening um i have to ski daddle i have to get to work yeah um, yeah or we could literally as we usually do when we get into these conversations talk for hours Most um but uh thank you guys for listening um to our real ish podcast <laughs> <laughs> um I know last time on the show, I talked about that I was going to be doing 13 days of Halloween or 31 days of Halloween, whatever it was that I said, I lied. I didn't do it. Um, I got depressed. <laughs> I traveled to the other yeah. side of the country to be with my family for Halloween. Um, I lost my job. So like, I just was not in the headspace to do it. So yeah. I'm hoping now that after my vacation, I'm back, I'm going to be prepping everything. I'm still going to do 13 days of Halloween. Um, but I'm going to change it a little bit. Uh, it's not going to be obviously of Halloween. I think it's just going to be 13 days of spooky um, I don't know exactly when I'm going to launch that, but, uh, hopefully pretty soon. I want to say in the next like week or two, um, yeah. prior to like Christmas time, I also have another podcast I'm going to be launching, um, probably sometime like mid December or potentially just like January 1st. Maybe I'll just start at the beginning of the year. Um, it's going to be another show kind of more of like a diary, but I'm going to have guests on it a lot. We're going to talk about pretty much everything that I think about. Um, cause clearly yeah. I don't talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> um but right now uh you can find all my stuff it's at jessica lemon with two l's um as well as sour sweet spooky and i will announce the name of my new show once i get everything in place and i purchase the domains and get all that stuff in in line i have it in my head and i i have some things set up for it but i i don't have everything like legally yet so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Hey, you, you can follow me, Derek underscore OTS, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, or just follow the brand. Please don't, if you have to choose one, one or the other, choose a brand. Don't follow me. Uh, at OTS. Meanwhile, I'm like, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I don't post anything. 
I don't post much for people to unless you're on Twitter. Like I don't post much for people to actually like follow me anyway. So just follow the brand uh, at OTS Media Co. Uh, all social media platforms. Check us out youtube.com forward slash OTS Media uh, Co. And uh, rate review. Let us know what you guys think about the show. You know, please do. And we just please. got full access to the Facebook page, so we can talk to you guys there. Yeah. Um, I we're still waiting on um just getting access to the Instagram. Um, there's like an issue with like the password. So we have to like figure that out. Um, but as soon as we get that, we'll be posting about it. So still go ahead and follow that. Um, what's the Instagram? Is it just like real? It's just real underscore realish. Right? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I, I oh. never manned the account. So I don't, I don't know. I know I'm, I'm, I'm taking over. So um, yeah. Yeah. But... It's real, realish underscore. Um, We've got about 18 followers on there, but we also, yeah. nothing's been posted for over a year, a year and a half. February, 2020 was the last time something was posted. Once we get that login information, uh, we'll be, I will be posting on it pretty regularly yeah. um, with our, with our episodes and just, just things that we can engage with you guys. I feel like that's going to be one of the easiest ways is that we can engage with you. And I really would love to, Most um, definitely. to chat with you guys and hear, hear some more about you, about the, the more from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do have our Facebooks if you want to check us out there um, and we can chat and uh, yeah, I want to hear what you guys think about what we talk about because it's it's fun. I like chatting. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let us know what you think and we will catch you guys next week. Thank yes, you for watching and or listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Have awesome. a great day, guys.